0: Hello and welcome to Cinema Subculture, the podcast where we discuss everything strange, obscure and downright messed up in the world of movies. My name's Simon. And I'm Gary. So happy new year. Happy new year. To everyone out there in listener land. Yep. And specifically to those few people that actually listen to the podcast. <laughs> um, so how have you been doing, Gary, since the the bells? Um, are, what date are we on now? The 18th, 17th? 17th, seventeenth. Um, it's been a wee uh, while there since we've recorded today.
1: Ah, uh, it is. It's uh, maybe our longest gap there.
0: Definitely, we uh, break, we break for right. for the holidays.
1: Maybe some new um, tweaks to the podcast. Yeah. Well, oh, did you notice that bit at the beginning? Well, <laughs> <laughs>
0: did anyone notice that was Negari? Aye. Oh, aye. Um, did I get extra money for doing that, like at the beginning?
1: Well, I never get any money, so. So, so you're I'm saying thinking. yes.
0: <laughs> um, cool. Well, we're still here. We're all back and we're ready to go. Ready to burst into the new year with like a invisible force-like region through the trees. So, episode 20, Gary. The big 2 Big 2 And we're going to be looking at... Evil Dead. Evil Dead. 1981. 1981, yeah. Mm-hmm. And a very controversial film Yes In the UK specifically The, the mid 80s
1: Yeah One of the poster boys For the video nasties This was
0: it wasn't it? I mean this was Like One of the kind of You know They got the director over And take uh, court And everything like yeah. that Yeah So basically A bunch of Five friends Venture To the woods Of Tennessee I believe It's meant to be it is for the film But that's right. what it's been, probably meant to be We'll say that mm-hmm. um, For a kind of Thirty weekend, I guess you would say. Except Warren brought his sister along with him. <laughs> uh, a bit dodgy, into it. Yes, yeah, uh, two couples
1: wheel. in Aspire. It's, it's a bit
0: odd, but I don't know why. But um, right. I mean, they seem to be fairly similar age. So I don't even know if like he, Ash's mom would have been like, "You're taking your sister." Right. You know. <laughs> um, so they venture to the woods, where they they come across the Book of the Dead, mm. and a tape player, a mysterious tape player. Um. Which, upon playing, the unleash the evil dead, and what occurs after that has been quoted as being the most ferociously original horror film of the year mm. for that year.
1: That was a Stephen King quote. That was a Stephen to, King quote.
0: Uh, there was another one or something. There, blah blah blah. What did you think of this film, then, Gary? Well, I was
1: going to start with that quote. Reading about the film, it's often class- classified as being a like, full of horror cliches. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To call it original, um, I think mm-hmm. it was in the sense of its style and its aesthetic at the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't, obviously, alive to see it come out but at the time. Uh, but uh, I imagine it was quite refreshing. It was quite a break uh, in the horror canon. Um, and what kind of occurred to me watching it was, uh, even though you're saying that it was actually made and started in 79, mm-hmm. it does feel like the 80s. You do get that kind of lighter status, so like they the comic the comedy of it. Um I mean we mentioned this like back in the Vamp episode. I mean horror in the seventies was quite more much more serious.
2: Mm-hmm, um
1: sure. and like America, American cinema in general was quite serious, quite um existential, dark, gritty. You'd lost the kind of exuberance of the sixties. So you got also get the influx of the new Hollywood directors. Um, so, uh, things were getting more violent, like mean streets. You had the sort of existentialism, a taxi driver, like Tully and Blacktop, and then all the hot, great horror movies of that period, which were sort of political in a way, like not necessarily explicitly political in the content, but they reflected the darkness of the times yeah, like Vietnam, um, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> all that sort of thing. And to a certain extent, my, I like my horror a bit more in the series vein, Right. The com- the comedy aspect um turns me off a wee bit, but to say that I mean you should judge a film on its own merits. Yeah. So i mm-hmm. nothing particularly against it, but um yeah, so I think it's an and put definitely an important film. Um quite a, a a groundbreaking film, a very inventive film. Definitely. Um important in the sort of independent DIY movement. Uh just getting out there creating, making it up as you go along basically. Um you can a testament to what you can do how actually in a way you're kind of more free when you don't have Definitely. the constraints they're like mm. big budgets you're kind of the restrictions make you force you to be more inventive Um so yeah I think it has it has some flaws which I do appreciate the film a lot I uh, enjoy it it's a entertaining fun film it has but its flaws stop me from totally loving it it has a, quite a, a, a few flaws I mm. think but um, overall it's uh, yes important film um, enjoy it
0: definitely I feel very similar although I would say I do love this film um, everything about it from the just like get up and do it like uh, mentality behind it from the filmmakers the just like film it shoot it like you know till it's done you know mm. like, I mean like eventually I believe they were left with like five members of crew and cast the end of it, right, <clears throat> you know, like because everyone had to leave, it was only meant to be a six week shoot and ended up shooting for 12 weeks. And like, everyone, not that everyone was pissed off and left, but everyone was pissed off, but they had to leave, you know. What I mean, that everyone had stuff to do, they had school to go back to, whatever. Um, and they just stayed and shot it. And then, even up to like a couple of years after, like you know, before it came out, finished the initial shoot, they were still shooting stuff in like people's basements, like getting a shot here, right, doing aye. the animation stuff for the end. I mean, I just the whole story probably takes me in more than, than just the film alone um but it, it, you're saying like you know the inventiveness of like of really knowing nothing yeah and having nothing to work with mm. it's crazy i mean some of the effects still some of the well some of the effects still stand up today most of the camera f- effects you know like the yeah. kind of the tilts you know like the the car you know and, and the incline and stuff like that and then right. um, when ash is checking out the bridge even the bridge being wrecked i mean that's quite a cool looking thing you know it's mm-hmm. quite a stylized um like uh, thing to see but i just love it i think it's it's brilliant it's everything as you say it's like it's everything that's kind of fun about horror films but it's this well, the first one definitely had still a serious tone there right somewhere you know what i mean but you can feel the kind of com- comedic nature behind it and the kind of fun that they maybe had coming up with the ideas Aye. Or at least Sam Raimi had come up with ideas him right. um, to torture Bruce Campbell. But um As I say this is definitely one of my favourite films, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Um
1: it's quite interesting. <coughs> it is it's um sort of cult enough and like nasty enough to turn off like mainstream audiences, but it's an incredibly populist it has like a populist mentality, like sort of not mentality but uh sensibility. Mm-hmm. Um like in the humor and sort of the uh, Bruce Campbell oh, as a leader a yeah, the yeah, character, yeah. Um, so I think it's within its niche. It's like um, it's both cultish but incredibly popular.
0: Well, that was the thing. Like, um, I was watching some of the special features on the ultimate edition, and um, there's a uh, interviews with uh, the cast and crew. Like they get them all back together, like everyone back together, like, all the girls and and the like, guy um, yeah, played Scott and things like that, and they're talking about. Bruce Campbell, you can really see now how tame it is by today's standards, because it went from like Sam having to go to the UK or wherever to like maybe be prosecuted for making the film mm. to now you can buy it in Kmart, mm. like just it's just there, mm. uncut, like you know no one's gonna like and no one's gonna flinch if you go to buy it, you know what I mean? So Aye. it's it's become like the kind of as you say, it, it really, this it really is the poster boy for the video nasty. Yeah, you know it's like everything that it's like. It's like it's like everything that they shouldn't ne- the, the video nasty should never have been, but it's kinda like I the 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 maximum of the irony. Right, that, I... you know, like of the of the fact that they're all released now and more, you know, more or less uncut mm. um and freely available mm-hmm. today, you know. Um, and not nearly as bad as anyone said they were, you know what right. I mean? This is like the kinda the the, the the biggest example I can think of that's really this should never have been. Right. You know? Mm. Like um but then if it hadn't been who knows what how it would have turned out for it. Mm. Would it still be the talking point that it is today? Who knows? Mm.
1: I think it's a, it's a film that's it's quite skillfully made. You can see, uh, Remy, um, that he's got sort of inherent skill mm-hmm. in there. Um, it's a lot of nice touches. Um, but I think it is quite rough.
0: Oh, yeah. As you can tell, it's our first film. Yeah. Um,
1: mm-hmm. One thing that I thought it was maybe lacking
0: was a bit of suspense. See, I mean, I, 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 I'm not disagreeing at all. Mm. But I was, t- I was listening to one of the commentaries, right. and I think Bruce Campbell was saying that like, the pacing of the film's pretty slow, right. by Today's standards, right? There's a lot of time at the beginning where nothing really happens, mm. and then even after, like, the kind of it starts to kick off, it starts, it slows down again for you. bit, right. you know. So mm. I don't, I mean, I'm not seeing that build suspense, but certainly right. it's not as if it's, it eventually gets to the point where it's right in your face the whole time. But certainly for the first. 20-25 minutes it's or, or longer I can't remember I've not you know checked it but um, there is, there is a bit of kind of build up right Um, but it, I mean it does it does go straight in with the tape recorder more or less I guess but so
1: I felt the pace was quite fast meant to mm. be quite fast but I
0: mean I, I, I've never noticed it necessarily before but when he said it I, I kind right. of because there's a lot of cabin looking around the cabin you know and right, like okay. can I, you know and even when they're down in the right it goes down to the basement for the first time. Okay. You know.
1: Right. Maybe that was something as a result of not having all that much plot mm-hmm, definitely. Uh, to Aye. work with.
0: I think it was a result a lot of um as well um like having like there was something they said like they couldn't get the cabin for a while as well. Right, okay. But so I don't know whether they like, they kinda of had to fill it with shots or other things, I don't know. Right. because um, apparently it took like a week to shoot the car scene at the beginning. Mm. And, you know, the near crash and stuff.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, because I felt a break from something like um, the 11 Dead mm-hmm. or Texas Chainsaw mm-hmm. Massacre, which build their suspense. Sure. Whereas this film is a sort of stylistic jump into more like pure visual yeah. horror. Mm-hmm. So it's more about um, the style we would see later in the 80s with the Slasher Boom, mm-hmm. where it was not necessarily about terror, mm-hmm. but it was about kills and the sort of craziness, how. Gory,
0: how nasty could yeah. the Kills be. Aye, I get you um, mm-hmm. I, That was like one thing I was going to say When you were saying about the kind of the, the, um, the time period it was set You know, And, and where it was coming from Because like, we had We'd had Halloween already mm. And Friday the 13th was 1980 ah, 80, Yeah, yeah, yeah. 80 um, So it, well, It's kind of interesting That it's not a, fl- a slasher You know what I mean? Mm. So that from that, that I quite like Because a lot of the kind of Quite a few of the video nasties have that kind of element too, as it especially as it comes into more at the mid '80s. But um, it's quite interesting the fact that you know they didn't choose to go with that. Right. Well, that seemed to be the popular yeah thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Friday the 13th did it specifically for that to Aye. copy Halloween. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they re- they, they referenced um Text Chainsaw Massacre and Net 11 Dead as two of their main right influences and mm-hmm. in, and in, you know where they put stage it kind of and the fact that especially Night the Living Dead, like they kind of zero budget raise the money kind right, of thing yeah, the yeah. way they did it, you mm-hmm. know, their template. So um, I see what you're saying. I do. I, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to judge how much suspense has been built up now having seen it so many times. Right. Um, I think it... I guess I, it feels like... I think the film feel, is meant to like... Knowing about it a wee bit before I we're into it, it's almost like, can I wait to get to the bits? Okay. So you don't maybe notice right. whether there's, there's tension building usually what's gonna happen, when's okay. gonna happen, you know? Yeah. So maybe that's the way it's meant to be, more of a kinda of roller coaster. Yeah. Rather than, and whereas a roller coaster, you are getting some suspense, but you kinda of know when it's happening and you're okay. very aware of it. Yeah. You know? Mm but I don't like know.
1: where the film kinda of falls down for me a wee bit as is, is the second half. I think the first half's really good. Um I really like all the characters, even though the acting's no mm-hmm. great, mm-hmm. the greatest of the sort of uh, a lot of there, I think. Yeah. Um, I think it generally works really well, but the problem in the second half is everyone gets killed off, basically plenty of zombies. Um, it's just Ash, mm-hmm. which I can see why he chose that because obviously Bruce Campbell is a star. Like you know that guy's and gonna I, be a star.
0: I, and I think I think a lot of the I don't know if it came from a lot of the people leaving as well. Right. Okay. Or not like having to leave, right. so they they got people to fake. Shemp as okay, they call it you know right, tend I, to be them in makeup
1: Um, but I think you're not invested uh, in the character enough in the first half to justify yeah. it becoming a solo piece Um, and I think it becomes slightly uh, just more about the effects it's kind of a vehicle for all. The, what can we do the crazy effects yeah. I mean the effects are amazing yeah, themselves yeah. Uh-huh. that's definitely an achievement but it's less about character or uh, the theme or story um, I feel that like I do drop out the film a wee bit in the second half. Uh, I was finding that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in Evil Dead Two, what's a bit better because they make that the characters develop more. You're know, yeah. more invested. Um...
0: And um, I mean, <clears> the get <throat> the whole beginning that Evil Dead Two is basically a remake of Evil Dead. Right. yeah. Because they couldn't, they couldn't access. They weren't allowed to use the footage, licensed footage from right, Evil right. Dead One. Um, I think they actually got. They plan to shoot the whole, like, a a short version of Evil Dead one with, more actors and stuff like that. You know, obviously it's just his girlfriend that's in Mm -hmm. the beginning of Evil Dead 2. But that must have fell through. But, yeah, like, the way that... That kind of gets Ash on his own, like, fairly quickly. Aye. Um, But then it brings characters in near the end, and then they still kind of get it eventually. (laughs) Um, No, I know what you mean. I think there's a quote that they, they all kind of pulled out it was one of their I can't remember if it was like a lecture or something or I think it was maybe some day that they showed the it was one of the investors that's what it was right that they'd showed within the woods to the, the 30 minute film they, mm. they shot to get money to raise money I told them like that, you know that's good boys but just just keep the blood running down right. the, the walls basically okay. or run down the screen Aye. And i think actually run down the screen mate was and there's there's a couple of scenes where that actually literally happens mm. where there's blood running down the right. screen you know so i think they were just kind of going for like let's just have loads of blood right. and go like, as much as we can go mental with it um which probably from budget reasons story reasons right and the the fact of having like the cast leave or whatever and shooting kind of restrictions maybe yeah. the only way they could kind have of went with
1: it I mean to what extent were they making a film that they were trying to sell in a way like were they because I read somewhere that they went to some drive-ins and stuff and saw the kind of films that were playing well I think, said, I like, think
0: the, the the original thing was that they there were uh, Sam Raimi and Rob Tappert, the director and producer were at college uh-huh. right and they'd found out that they, they could hire this auditorium right and they get like a student discount, like very reduced rates. And they showed some of like Sam and Bruce's and all that's like um, low budget shorts that they'd made. Right, yeah. And they charged like 50 cents or, or whatever at the door. And they made like, I don't know, like $1,500 or something right. like that, or maybe more, right? Um, and they're like, we could. And then they started going to the drive ins and, right. and they saw Texas Chainsaw Mask and things like that. And they thought, we could make, like, not not specifically Texas Chainsaw so Mask, but they said, we could make better films than what we're right, seeing yeah, here. yeah. We could make a film that was better yeah. than this, um, and that's where it came from. And you know the equation of like, well, we can make, if we can make that amount of money with these little shorts that are nothing really. Mm-hmm. If we actually go out to make a film, right? Uh, we could definitely made within well, the woods. They, right. they funded yeah, that yeah. themselves off of that the money from the college. Yeah. that they made, showed it to investors, and then they basically they paid for it the investors. Mm-hmm. Um, so after that, it was like we need to finish the film. You know what I mean? There was no option. Aye. Um. So. Hey, yeah, I was just wondering, were they making it, trying to make it as
1: gratuitous as they could, to kind of, um, appeal to the the kind of driving audience, like probably, because you have to be, um, with that type of audience, you, it, it, it's quite weird because you're in a car. It's uh-huh. like you have to. It's almost like pantomime. You have to. Yeah.
0: Um, really. I Over the top. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. possible. I mean that that yeah. seemed to be the kind of theory behind it. Um, yeah was make this kind of big like show you yeah, know yeah. um i mean they they all kind of came from like quite theatrical well theatrical isn't like over the top like doing like slapstick and stuff like that i think bruce campbell done a lot of theater but um like making the shorts and stuff like that you know mm. comedy shorts most of them mm-hmm. i think they'd only made kind of one kind of horror-esque thing um they were very the three stooges you know yeah, like yeah. that was the kind of one of their main influences in film and you know comedy stick um stick sorry so, I think they were just really going... It was a, a, an amalgam of the two. Yeah. I think they probably went out with the... Make a straight horror film. That was one of the comments he, he got um, from one of the investors when he showed it to them. was like, I thought you were going to make a horror film. Right, and like I, he says, my my heart just sank. He says, I don't I think the guy knew how much of an insult it was because I did try to make a horror right. film. <laughs> um, so, and then there was other folk that like... I mean, reports of people having to walk out of cinema, mm. like, thrown up, you know. Mm-hmm. Um... So every like uh what's the word? Extreme, you know, like going from people who loved it, people who hated it because it was too you know, wasn't it scary, people who yeah. hated it because it was right. gross, <laughs> you know. Um but I think I think the probably would, that was their intention was to max out right, everything. Aye. And as I say, especially when they came the kernel limited for the second or the third act, mm-hmm. um they probably just thought, let's just throw everything in. Aye. Um, I think there was a lot of um, you know how they talk about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like a lot of kind of insanity actually on set. Right, uh, they were talking a, little, a lot about um the latex point that the actors seemed to have like, in the Evil Dead, like when they were in the makeup for too long, right? It become a, It was one, um, the girl that played Shelley, um, not Shelley, Cheryl, like uh, Ellen Sandwich um apparently she had the makeup on, and one night she just. It, uh, she'd been in it for so long she had these contact lenses that you're only meant to have for 15 minutes right, like maximum of five times per day like full eye contact lenses and she just went mental and started right. ripping the makeup off and everything and just like that was it we could, they couldn't shoot anything else that right. night because she was just gone Okay. Um, and apparently a lot of people had that like being trapped down in the, under the because the, there was no cellar right, in the cabin it was all just a okay. hole right. the cellar was shot somewhere else Um. so apparently a lot of people so I don't know if there was a bit of a kind of Let's just max this out to get it done, right? Like, you know, you know that way? Like you, you be shooting something, and can you make that a little more? Can you go a wee bit further? Kay. Can you scream a wee bit more? So yeah. I think after a point, it was just like, boom. You know, let's right. get out of here and okay. get this finished. <laughs> I'm put, putting it to eleven. You know, yeah. Um, the making of.
1: So I was talking about the kind sort of hellish conditions. Mm-hmm. It was like staying in the barn, the mm-hmm. the, 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 the cottage. There was no keating, <laughs> <Yeah>. No shovels. <laughs> um. And I've read things, I don't know how true this is, but to an extent to, like, Sam um, took some pleasure in, like, putting actors through that, but oh, right. Bruce, like... Well,
0: <coughs> no, I don't know about the, the actors. But Definitely Bruce, he was, right, he was okay. quite mean to him. <laughs> there the, the were some comments about, um about like, you know, he, he would be kind of, we just need to get a shot kind of thing with the actors, right? right? Um, But I think he was a nice enough guy about, like, afterwards, but right. he just, like, he needed to get it. Yeah. Because um, obviously they were under pressure from like they'd had to make the money back for the investors or they were out. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But there was a, a funny thing. Like, um, apparently, Bruce hurt his ankle one time just after a shot. Right. He was quite happy they'd finished for the night. I thought, if, you know, he's guessing he was kind of run down the hill. It was just after he dug the hole for mm-hmm. Linda uh, to bury her, and um, he went over on his ankle. He really fucked it. Right, and apparently uh, Sam and Rob Tapper like took great pleasure in poking right. his ankle with a stick <laughs> repeatedly and apparently you can see it like you know you can see it in the film, like right, him limping okay. a couple of because right, he's right. just canny. He's like um, so I think that was like the kinda the level the kind of at that point you're maybe thinking, is that kinda what's the word? Franticness maybe making its way into the film right, uh, near the end and the performance and maybe the hmm. fucking just like a little more blood. Little more blood little more blood. <laughs> fuck it, just it on, you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, so I think, I think sometimes we were having a lot of fun as well, right? And sometimes it was just like, "Fuck it, we need to get this done, okay, and get out of here." <laughs> um, so I don't know. As I say, I, 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 I find it. Like I don't know. I get what you're saying the flaws, and I'm not saying they're not there, but I just that to me it adds charm for yeah, me. Yeah. Um, as I say I, I really was. it. we were talking before about like the. Comparisons to Evil Dead Two, mm-hmm. um, and what you kind of thought before, and and I had I had a similar feeling. Like I had had previously thought I'd enjoyed Evil Dead Two more, um, but certainly like watching them back to back, before this and stuff, was I much more love Evil Dead. Yeah,
1: I th- yeah, I think it is a better it's one. De- um, when I first saw Evil Dead years ago, I watched it on Love Film, like, mm-hmm. Instant Watch. Oh, aye. And it was back when I had, like, a, a crappy inter- internet connection. So every ten minutes, it would buffer.
0: Right. So <laughs> I think that affected my uh, enjoyment of the film. Oh, my God. <laughs> How long have you had Love Film for? Oh, years. Really? Like, uh, I didn't realise they did streaming way back then. Right, I've done it for a How long a left 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 was that you saw it before I saw it? <sighs> Two or three years ago. That's not that long ago. Is that the first time you saw it? Aye. Oh, huh? really? Aye. Holy oh, crap. Oh
1: there you go. Um, sorry, I saw two after that. Um and I got I can't remember oh. how I saw that, but that was a better I uh, enjoyed the watching the viewing of the film. And that it's um you can see the progression, like yeah, everything's yeah. about it, it's tightened up, it's more professional, um it's
0: a bit more backstory. Mm-hmm. Um well, but definitely more slapsticky though and, and yeah, cheese. That's true. Yeah. Like the, bits at the beginning where Bruce Campbell and Linda and he's like chatting her up <laughs> and stuff and <laughs> I mean some of his lines are classic I mean yeah. they really are but um <laughs> I mean oh, some of the lines in Evil Dead are classic though Yeah uh, I mean my favourite I think line <laughs> is when he says to Scott, "What we're we gonna do?" The Scott says, "We need to bury her like Shelley, hey. And he goes, "We can't bury Shelley. She's a friend of ours." <laughs> <laughs> he does. It, says it's totally straight. There's some amazing ones are like when he's like Scott's dying on on the couch and right. make him drink the water. And he goes, <laughs> he says about me, you, Shelley, Linda, maybe not Shelley. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't you like to go home I bet you'd like that right. <laughs> I just love that one because I just played totally straight Like you don't, because you Aye. don't know whether it's just are they having a nudge wink or right. is it just like mm-hmm. just say something <laughs> you <Aye>. know <laughs> Um, and like oh man Bruce Campbell's inability to tackle a simple bookshelf right like, two times in the film a bookshelf <laughs> I remember seeing it like, like two years ago uh, or maybe like, like, not last year the year before and Halloween went to see it at the Glasgow Film Theatre. And um, I remember like, I was with one of our friends, Scott. And there's a bit where I actually whispered to him because there's a bit where he's on his own near the end and he's looking for It's after Cheryl's got out of the basement and he's gone into the room and he kind of goes in, the camera's over his shoulder, and you see a bookcase. Right. And he looks kind of hesitant. And okay. I was whispering to Scott, I says, He's fucking <laughs> thinking about that bookcase. Oh, we'll stay away from that bookcase. Um, but I think there was was, in the commentary Bruce Campbell was saying about that he says like basically the idea was that they had to keep Ash busy for a few seconds so there was a bit of suspense because Scott was tackling Shelley okay right so the idea was someone has to stop him getting over there Mm -hmm. Um, and he says like looking back now as a little more experienced actor I should just have pretended to be more knocked out (laughs) instead of wrestling with the one shelf (laughs) the the fucking MDF shelf (laughs) <laughs> Don't work in IKEA, you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's there's. I mean, technically, even there's some like, amazing stuff. As we said about the tilt, you know, the camera tilt with the the car. I, mean, I yep. remember the first time I saw that. You you do kind of like wonder what the hell's happening, right. and it's so such a like a simple camera trick when you th- when you actually work at it how it's done. Because um, the camera's obviously tilted with the, the car's actually on the incline. Right. And the camera's okay. like that. So right, when, right. when Bruce gets out and walks normally, right. it looks like he's over on his side. Okay. I remember that shot. It's a fucking ah. classic shot. Right. You know, watch the film. No. <laughs> um, but there's other times as well like with the, the tilt and the, the way it's done. But a shot that I still like, can't... And, I, and the, I've heard how it's done mm. or how it was done. Mm-hmm. But I still can't get my head around how they did it all with like the no, with no CG. Right. With no... like really, like, money for proper effects. Like, the the, the, the puddle mirror. Oh, aye. I th- yeah. That's a really good effect, mm-hmm. I thought, you know, it was really yeah. well done. Because um, it's really effective and it looks really high quality. You you, you don't really... Apparently it was just done with like a kiddie's pool with like a mirror thing, but then oh, really? you'd have to do the, the 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 wall and stuff as well. Hmm. It just seems, like, quite advanced. Right, aye. You know, quite technically advanced yeah. for for what the rest of the kind of... Story around it would imply.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, that shot's quite interesting because that kind of shows Remy's um, <coughs> sort of cine literate. Yes. Um, aye. Even though it's quite uh, amateurish in some ways, quite rough, um, he's putting a lot of stuff in there that shows he has a sophistication. I mean, that shot comes from um, Jean Cocteau, from uh-huh. Orpheus, um, which is sort of a French kind of surrealist type thing. And then he's thrown in like Dutch angles in there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's apparently he was hack, he yeah. was
0: saying like let's shoot it like this yeah yeah and like, everyone was like looking at him as if he was mental right okay. right but he's like no no, no will be fine don't yeah. worry about it and I mean it works it really mm-hmm. does especially there's there's one section when Ash comes out of the the basement after getting the shotgun shells <clears throat> that every shot is the kind of cabin goes mental right aye is like some different angle mm-hmm. you know what I mean and it's really effective aye. Um, it kind of given that kind of craziness, you know, yeah. um, that like is being implied. Yeah, in, even
1: that know. that uh, shot, which is really unusual, is when Ash is walking along through the rafters. The rafters, like that's really good.
0: No, and, and the, the noise, the fact that he put in a sound right, effect yeah, for yeah. The, the camera, but that's uh, like, yeah, I mean, it's still kind of like it gets still gets you a little bit. Mean, mm-hmm. That's really cool, you know. Like, why is that making a noise? <laughs> yeah. So, do you know the names of all the cams that they made up? I know the. Um, there was the Ramo cam,
1: right? What that that was that? was over the window, right? Okay.
0: Um, the, like, vasocam, the vasocam cam, the vasocam cam, which is the dolly, the, the, yeah, the dolly, the Vaseline slide. dolly, yeah, yeah. That's when the, he's dragging thingy out. right I think it's Linda, yeah. When she's dead, in theory, before he buries her, he right. drags her out, and the the camera's going down. Thingy. Um, <clears throat> there was the the force, the the effect, you know, the the entity basically, right? Aye. Which was like a camera in the middle of two, but in the middle of two yeah, before. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, I don't think it's all shot that way though because to speak about the end but being Sam Raimi running through the house uh,
1: the very, I thought I read that was a bike running a bike I,
0: well nah. in, in the commentary like the Bruce Campbell commentary he's t- saying about he says about that like, Sam running through the house and he says he basically ran into me like when he, you know, right. the, the people open the doors right. he goes now there's actually been a, a rumour that's been put about um, that Sam was actually on a motorbike right. and he actually says but I don't what, I'm not going to tell you no I'm not going to he it says It basically says it's a lie, but I'm not going to change. I'm not going to tell you that it's not a lie because right. I, I don't want to like affect the the kind of okay. funness of that rumor. All I right. don't think it was in a motorbike.
1: All right, not even like a, a pedal bike. I don't think so. All right, that's weird because it looks quite smooth. Aye, aye,
0: I mean, I mean, aye, uh, maybe it is, but like. Uh, I'm sure he would have said because, right. it, because he says a bit running first, then it's almost like he backtracks mm. and says, "Oh, but there was this rumor, and I'm not going to tell you whether that's true or not." <laughs> so no, I, I don't the, think the so. The camera but... in
1: the plank is maybe the most um, iconic stylistic thing mm-hmm. in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, Even I, the beginning, I mean, but... amazing. you wouldn't know it's not a steadicam. No, no, definitely um, not.
0: Even in the beginning, the actual first shots is apparently it's Sam in a, a dinghy in the water. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. Bruce pushing Cuz at Pusner. worst I I'd, I was wondering how right okay, but how
1: did they do it, yeah. it across the river? But then I, I saw one of the the documentaries talking about it was a boat or something. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I mean there's
0: a lot of kind in the in the deleted scenes, there's a a 50 minute or 60 minute deleted scenes montage. Right. Not watched at all, but the the first bit is basically a lot of test shots that weren't so smooth right. with the with the the entity mm-hmm. uh running through the forest. But as I said, I don't know what, how he did the last shot then. Because it couldn't have been the two before, because it's there's not enough room yeah. in the house for the people to be running through. So the only explanation is that he ran it. Right. I don't know. I I don't think it would be a bike.
2: Hmm.
0: I mean, what would you? What would. We had to put it on his shoulder or something. How you know? How would you bike in? I don't I you know.
1: Okay. I'll attach it to the handlebars
0: maybe or something. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I, I really uh. don't know. But it is, it's that, that's one of the things. It's like take the kind of the veal. POV, yeah, took the POV of like the, the killer or entity from like your Halloween and you know, other slasher films Aye. and really kind of put it into like fifth gear, you know, yeah, totally. <laughs> um,
1: because obviously Steady Cam has been about since '76, <laughs> I think yeah, it was yeah. first used, but um, I think they uh put it on overdrive, no quite, nobody's done it that fast, Aye, yeah,
0: yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> what about cliches in the film? Uh, do you feel, do you feel as? A, a bag of
0: cliches Oh now it is definitely mm. I mean I don't know how cliched it would have been I mean if you've got the the girl going out into the woods herself shouting yeah right or like speaking to herself right you know right. like uh, you've got the monster in the basement mm. potentially mm-hmm. even before there's a monster in the basement Aye. if you know what I mean you don't have the the hero girl that you usually have. You get it's a guy. Aye, that, well, that's, aye, a that's another
1: thing I was going to talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, can i kind of inverts that um, convention. Even though that hadn't um, totally yeah came to the, it had boomed with the, the slasher cycle. Sure, but even before that, it was generally something like Dracula. Um, it's a a feminine protagonist who is rescued by a man mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, which is the norm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I guess it's kind of a just reflects a sort of patriarchy that like we can't have that the male's got to be the hero. Sure. Uh, we can't have like a, a male character in distress. Maybe he's gonna want to see that.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, um. I mean, quite other other cliches. What? what yourself? Well, well the, you should... the big one is sort of cabin in the woods.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I was
1: thinking that's a cliche now. Yeah. I but don't this think... was kind of contemporary contemporaneous. Uh, I mean, with
0: I, that. I can't. Um, I mean, I don't not I don't have the maybe the knowledge, but I can't think of another cabin in the woods story before this. Obviously, not explicitly a cabin, but the sort of remote uh, mm-hmm. location
1: yeah, is obviously n- n- um, great for for any horror, uh-huh. um, where you're kind of the rules of civilization not will really apply when sure. you're in a remote area. You even go back to like the gothic tradition mm-hmm. with the sort of vampire's castle, right? And go through to like Night of the Dead, it's a bit sort sure. of cabin in the woods You've got uh, kind
0: of um Fred Thirteenth, I mean the teenagers going to like a kind of camp, yeah. camp Um but mm. I mean the actual cabin in the woods, the you know, a mm. bunch of friends go and crazy shit happens. I don't know if it was done necessarily yeah. before this um, I mean I, we could be totally wrong. I mean, um
1: yeah, I couldn't really find any. yeah had other things like oh, well, Texas Change Massacre masks a bit of like that as well. Mm. Um something even things like that are more sort of uh taking a character out of the safety of civilization like deliverance sure. or I mm-hmm. uh, spit in your grave uh-huh. of that yeah but that's a kind of a uh, pure horror um uh, that's great stuff for horror yeah, um, yeah that kind of convention um but uh, yeah i think the, the cabin, the cabin would was... with a slasher
0: yeah psycho uh, after uh-huh I mean, the, yeah, the, I think the going to the remote location had already become a cliche, maybe, mm. by that point. But the actual specific Cabin in the Woods has been used so many times now that that, ha- that has become its own cliche. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, so much to the point where there is a film called The Hi. Cabin in the Woods. Hi. Did you see that, by the way? I didn't see it, no. No, I mean, I'm a big Joss Whedon fan. Like, uh, I mean, he wrote it with Drew Goddard, they get it, um, wrote Cloverfield. Right. And he directed it. But I felt like. It came, some of it worked, but like I felt they gave the the game away, like they gave the game away the, the big thing, the the twist, if you will, in the way in the first five minutes, and I felt like it was weak after that. Okay, I didn't feel like there was any great gravitas to it. But I mean, funny, you know, it it wasn't it was wasn't straight horror, it wasn't straight funny, right? It had some interesting bits in it, but I felt like and it was some clever bits, but I felt like it almost thought it was too clever for its own good. Okay, right, right. Um, I thought I felt something like cabin fever. Did you see that?
1: I didn't see that. No, Is
0: that Eli Roth? Yeah, I felt that. Did something different, better. Okay. Because you don't you like Eli, Eli Roth? I can't say my fan. No, it's because of the Hostel films.
1: right well, I think that's only two films I've seen. But I've never right. seen. I've never seen
0: either the Hostel films, but um, or any of them. I think there's three now, but cabin the wood, uh, cabin fever. Like kind of your well, do you know anything about
1: it? Um, I heard I thought I heard it was like kind of just a total evil dead remake, like, well, nah, just no, like
0: it's not off, rip off, rather, no, because there's nothing supernatural in it at all. All oh, right, okay, it's you think it's going to be that, and that's the way it's set up, right? And that's obviously where the inspiration from, right? Right, I mean, he admits that that's literally what he, he, he took from it. Um, but so the friends go to the cabin, and there's some funny bits in it, actually, there's some quite clever bits. Um, and they go to the cabin and then stuff starts happening and somebody turns up dead or killed like mutilated almost not one of their party someone else um, but it actually turns out it's like a flesh-eating virus that's been unleashed right. nearby uh, but, it, it, but it plays out like either a slasher film or something su- supernatural for a wee bit all right. and then the, you get this and, and it's not that at all mm-hmm. and you're just it's people trying to not catch this virus Right. but the way it plays out is like you know you're going expecting this Expecting an Evil Dead rip, okay, or some sort of slasher film, uh, it was quite refreshing. I thought this is actually alright, you mm. know. Um, so I feel that did it a little bit, did something different, better, okay, than than Cabin in the Woods, and that's maybe sacrilege to some people's ears. I think a lot of people liked that film. I loved that film, but ah, uh, I need to watch it again. But I didn't, I didn't feel it was as clever as I thought it was being. Right, it, it was well written, mm-hmm. but the actual structure was like. Give it away too quickly, I thought. Mm-hmm. Anyway, coming back, um, more cliches.
1: Um, it does do the kind of zombie cliche, which I guess is kind of a when it's your pal becomes a zombie and you don't want to, you don't want to believe it. Yeah. <laughs> or your girlfriend's. Yeah. No, she's she was <laughs> right. Uh, um I mean, it's less of a cliche back then. Mm-hmm. I would think. Um, Night 11 Dead did it. Dawn of the Dead was before this one. To is that.
0: Uh, Don of the Dead seventy eight or something. Yeah, yeah, because I because did was sixty nine. Aye, aye, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah like uh, uh, watching it at this time, like haven't seen all the Fulci stuff. I thought the look for early the early zombies was kind of similar to some like you know the, the eyes the, the beyond you know that they kind of that's
1: filtry shots. But yeah, yeah. yeah Ful- they bought uh, Fulci would have been either the same time or after. Yeah, that's it, what I thought because
0: a... I was start to thinking I wonder if he's seen right, know, if he's been kind of taking any influence. Aye. Um because even the kind of supernatural zombie rather than the kinda of science fiction zombie almost you would say that Romero does mm-hmm. you know yeah. um was more of a kind of reference. But I know um I mean it definitely felt there was nods there, but I I don't know whether when was Flesh Eaters released? Seventy nine. Seventy nine, so I mean it would uh, it would have been just Yeah. This time. So I, I dunno. I mean it's possible that the the makeup artists had seen that. Mm. Um, in 79 and mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was a good idea
1: I mean not necessarily horror cliches but there's a few kind of dramatic cliches you might say like uh, the bridge being down uh-huh. can't escape the, the cottage um, the car it does start and end but it's a bit, <laughs> <I can't laughs> the start. there's another one they do like a looting bus you know that no you know what a looting bus is no a looting bus is um, it's a horror cliche where it's normally in the first act of the film where uh, you're building up something that's getting suspenseful, the music's going. You think it's going to be a big scare, and it turns out it's like a totally passive thing. It's like a power something, Aye. like The Exorcist when um Ellen Bursinger in the bit the attic,
0: uh-huh.
1: and she thinks she hears something. It's a bird.
0: Yeah, 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 right.
1: Uh, it comes from um Val Luton, who was a producer at RKO, right, and produced a series of like horror sort of noirish horrors in the forties, like in, in the film Cat People. Okay, There's a. Character uh, being chased by someone, that's building up, building up, and then you think she's gonna get attacked, but then a bus pulls up.
0: Oh, right, so right, that's right, her, right. yeah, that's what it comes. Oh, uh, yeah, like, I, I mean, a lot of horror films do that. Yeah, now, yeah. But
1: yeah, The bit where Ash, uh, Scott, goes, uh, goes down to the basement, mm-hmm. and then he doesn't come back, and then Ash goes down, and then sure. he goes boo, like scares him.
0: Well, you've also got the bit with the when Cheryl's been chased to the woods after the, the infamous scene, right, and she's trying to get the keys, struggling to get the keys open, right. And although the the entity is there, Ash grabs her. Right. Okay. And mm-hmm. um, I mean that that's probably the kind of. I mean they did it a wee bit as well with the. Like because they, 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 they can they talk about the unsuccessful scare of the film, mm-hmm. um when Cheryl's kind <clears> of <throat> scratching out the the Book of the Dead in her pad. hi Um and then, it's focused on something and it just switches to the blender. A blood looks like red. Obviously, a margarita mix or something, they're making right. some sort of drink, right? And it's like a blender, uh-huh. and it goes right. Like right in the middle of the screen, it looks like blood or something. You know, it's they always say that that didn't really work, but they right. were trying to be kind of okay, <laughs> Ian Jump or whatever. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah, I didn't know that was the term for that, right? But uh, I mean, every fucking horror film yeah. uses that, don't they? Now, Aye. there's no if I ever make a horror film and like a proper horror film, I'm, I'm like I'm never gonna put that in. It. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was like, no, I'll probably I'm lying. I'll probably put that in.
1: There's a few other, not necessarily cliches, but like references to other horror movies. Oh yeah, movies. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Picked up quite a few. Well, The Exorcist, I thought it's quite oh, in yeah, there quite
0: yeah, a yeah.
1: lot. When Linda becomes a, a zombie
0: yeah, demon. Yeah. Or well, I, I I found I thought more when Cheryl becomes when she's in the basement and stuff like that right a, oh, more, yeah, more a voice the, the voice like, mimicry uh, yeah, um,
1: yeah. but I thought the makeup mm-hmm. was exactly like uh, Wanda Blair yeah yeah they, mm. they're doing the eye the contact lens eyes sure um,
0: I love the bit where um, like Cheryl grabs him for the for down in the basement like through the wood right and she's grabbing at him and she just screams it's your sister Cheryl That's <laughs> 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 just lovely. because before that she been pretending that she's alright again
1: uh, <laughs> Um, and there's a line that's lifted right out of
0: Rosemary's Baby. Right? Like ah, yeah, yeah. Um, See, I thought they'd re- uh, reference that in the commentary because I, right. I mean, I, I haven't seen Rosemary's Baby, but okay. I know that line. You yeah, know. I know that scene. Well, um, gee to her eyes, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: rather than his eyes. But
0: uh, uh, there, there was a bit apparently. There's some music taken from the third man. The music. Oh really? um, Again, I'd, I haven't seen that, so right. I didn't, I didn't know, re- notice it. But um, apparently, there's a, a sound. All right. That was in the third man that okay. they or a music cue or something right. they took. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's I mean there's a poster, the hills of eyes poster in the basement. Yeah, you yeah. noticed that? Apparently that was a, a thing between them and Wes Craven. Eventually it was a bit of a tit for tat. Eventually. All right. But um, apparently in the hills for have eyes and uh, the what do you call it? The trailer or whatever. Right. Have you seen that film? Yeah. Yeah. So I've not seen it. Okay. <laughs> but is there a trailer or something? Like a oh, caravan, or yeah, something. yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Apparently, in there, there's um, a poster of Jaws ripped in half. Oh, right. And Sam Raimi took this as like, is that like Wes saying, like, you thought Jaws was like a horror or like, like you know, a thriller or whatever, tension building? Well, that's fucking nothing compared to this, right, okay. what's going on in this fucking trailer. Right, right. So, the thing was that he was doing the whole thing like, well, you thought Hills of Ice was a proper horror, like okay. that, fuck you, like this right, is right. you know, um, and then I think they've done it, there's been a reference in. I don't know if Nightmare on Elm Street did something or I don't know. Uh, and then there was the last house on the left. Yeah, Nightmare yeah. on Elm
1: Street, um, the main cat she's watching
0: it at one point. Not... Evil Dead. Evil Dead, aye. Uh... Aye, yeah. Right. It's, it's no Johnny Depp that's watching it. Is he? All I right, think okay. it's Johnny Depp that's watching right. it. Might be wrong. But aye, yeah, you're right, aye. Um, I think in Evil Dead 2, Freddy's claws actually on the next to the chainsaw, near where the chainsaw oh, right. is in the, in the tool shed. Okay. I'm sure. I'm sure there's something like that. Right. Um, but yeah so there's, there's definitely references there uh, and
1: Carrie as well yeah that kind um, of the hands
0: coming out sure sure um, and the in blood right Well, the bit where he goes down to the basement the second time and the pipe bursts and he just gets right. Okay. blood all over his face right. <laughs> he just loves like splatting yeah I mean what do you think about Raimi's use of that I think that it's someone who's maybe not a horror director trying to make a horror mm. if you know and I, I don't mean that any slight to him at all I think I mean I don't. I don't know. It might yeah. be, a, you know, lack of budget, lack of maybe imagination, or more likely, like let's technically try and do these things, and not worry about necessarily the story. If you know what I mean, yeah. Like, worry worrying more about let's see what we can do, mm. uh, rather than let like, this is a cliche. Yeah. We should maybe not do this, or you know what I mean. Like, they're talking about the. Um, only like Bruce Campbell saying, only, only now is Sam Raimi being able to make Sam Raimi films right, mm-hmm. because he's getting the money to be able to do it. Yeah. When the Daddio did they dead, didn't have enough money to make a Sam Raimi film because the ideas he had, they couldn't afford to do. Mm. So I don't know whether that is maybe them covering their backs. I don't know, but maybe that's to, you know maybe they're doing what they can do yeah. physically.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is a first film, so
0: mm-hmm.
1: any artist start like copying <clears> what you like yeah, and then mm-hmm. you find your own version of it. Um, I think it's forgivable. I mean. I don't see it as, like, a kind of Tarantino reference right, uh-huh. homage style. Yeah, I don't no. think that's what they're going for.
0: No, I think it's more a yeah. little more earnest than that. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's definitely, like, like, we're trying to we're trying to do this. Uh, and, and as in, like, you just say emulating. We're trying to see mm. if we can do that and make it look yeah, like yeah. it does. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, um, it's
1: interesting that you can have all those things that done before in there, but also create a quite an original uh, style within true. that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So...
0: There's was definitely a style that kind of followed through with the Evil Dead Two and Army of Darkness. I mean, they scene looking at Army of Darkness, especially, it's again that was one that I really enjoyed. I haven't watched it recently. I watched a bit of it before this, um, before we came to this, but um, I feel like I don't know for how much I enjoy the slapstickiness of it now. Right. Um, so you can see, but you can see, I think that's more his style, like that kind of like comedy you know what I mean like having a bit of t- a look you know tongue in cheek mm-hmm. um so I think that's maybe as I see I think it's maybe him not quite being our horror director but making that a horror film because right. it's it's a Sam Raimi horror film. You know literally mm-hmm. like looking at it now it's a, a stylized right. horror film mm-hmm. in the style of Sam Raimi. Right. You know looking at his he's he's work since he seems to have a style that is definitely there in Evil Dead. That is more accentuated in the sequels, right? Yeah. Um. Although there's some people that say that he only made Evil Dead too funny because he got so much hashler about the first We're one. Well, right, I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I don't know how how true that is, but mm. I mean, you... Evil,
1: yeah, they had the the comedy style was there from Evil Dead, so. Mm. Um. It definitely was. I mean, yeah. there was definitely a ton in cheap moments
0: and. I think like Bruce Campbell says he loved doing the kind of pratfalls like jumping into Ray walls okay. and stuff like that. He says I don't do them so much now when Ray. my back is out for the third or fourth time, but um, he always used to love doing them. So I think it's a bit in Evil Dead Two where he actually flips himself. Oh he, yeah, gra- he amazing, grabs the back of his yeah. shirt and he says the only reason that's in the film is because Sam knew I could do that because they used to do this like thing at high school. It was like it was like a duo act for like the talent shows or whatever, and they could both do it, right. like, flip themselves like that. And he knew that he could do it. This right. is a fucking. At that moment, I wish to hell he didn't know I could do it, because <laughs> you know, it's just pff, fucking amazing. You know, right. no, there's no pads, nothing. They don't know. If, you know, <laughs> <laughs> boom. Um, but that's the thing. Like, with like, like Evil Dead. Like the kind of sheer willpower it must have took to get through that shoot, for actor and filmmaker. Right. You know, doing everything. Mm-hmm. Even the ones that had to leave after the six weeks, I think, were still put through. I mean, there's after the the tree rape mm-hmm. which we haven't spoke about oh, really should yet talk about that, yeah. Um, like there's a bit where her shells running through the woods and she'd like barefoot like just through the woods and there's dolly track wood, right. just wood mm-hmm. and apparently like the next day they found all this blood over the the tracks right and it was actually her real it was actually right, her okay. blood she'd cut all her feet and stuff but yeah so maybe the most controversial scene in mm-hmm. the film would you say
1: yeah definitely I think this is the best scene in the film. Actually, uh, I think it's the most tr- interesting.
0: It's the most creative, yeah, as well, because I, most I, apparently no, none of them, especially not like the girl that played Cheryl, mm. knew what they had or what how like graphic quotation marks or how violent the scene was going to look. Right, aye. Um, but it, it definitely it's well done. You know, shot in reverse most of it, and right. um, it's really quite clever. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I like the sort of the bizarreness of it the surrealness of it the sort of uh, inanimate objects coming to life I think that I would like to have saw the film maybe pursue that more than hmm. the going the whole zombie thing but um um you kind
0: of do that a bit more in the second one but it's right. a little more comedic mm-hmm. I mean actually have trees stand up and walk right. and start thinking Aye. the cabin in the second one <laughs> yeah so Aye, something I'm, like um, did I didn't go that far <laughs>
1: Going back to, like, I think Snow White might do that as well. I can't remember exactly, but it's a Wizard of Oz as well. It's Mm -hmm. in that. Um, Obviously, it's a controversial scene. Mm -hmm. I think it's justified to some extent, the the sort of controversy. You could argue that the way that it's done is making light of rape just because they make a kind of joke of it uh, when the the penetration occurs.
0: (laughs) It's slightly uh, comic. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ramey said he regretted putting that in. He uh... said he, he... I think... He, I think, again, maybe because the hassle was getting over it. Mm. I think he... I mean, he probably put that in there for shock value. I mean, he, he, right. I probably, he'd probably admit that. I mean, mm. if he's regretting it, that's what he's done it for. Um... Was for, like, kind of shock value. Right. So... But I don't know. I think it's it's really well executed. Other that last shot, that fucking... Big fucking branch. Right. I think that's the, the, the bit that looks the oddest out of the whole thing. Mm. Um... I don't know if I don't know if it needed that. Right. I think that was maybe just done for short value. Mm. That might be. The, I think that seems to be the bit that loses all the women. Right. <laughs> I, <was saying. laughs> uh, I think Rob Tapert was saying that his wife always tells the story she saw it when she was like eighteen, which right. was like maybe maybe 15 years before she met her husband, mm. and she thought to herself, "Who the hell are these sick bast sick bastards right. made this film?" <laughs> and then later on, she ended up marrying one right. of them. <laughs> um, so I think that's the shot that think you know that maybe. Didn't need to be there. I think that could have been implied. Possibly, yeah. Uh, better, mm. but I think that was with short value. But I think the rest of it holds up, like in terms of the, the animation of it and yeah. the actual kind of like what the fuck's fox happening here. You mm-hmm. know, I think the only bit when it starts to pull our legs apart, right? I always get like the. Do you remember in Ghostbusters? Uh, you, never not remember. The bit right. in Ghostbusters where where um, Dan Acker has a dream. Right. staying in the, go- the, the in the, the firehouse the first night or something like that and he has a dream and it's this ghostly woman who um like start, who's floating above his bed and starts to like, unzip his trousers she disappears un- his trousers unzip like magically and then it's like he's getting a blowjob right, right. and for some reason that when the leg it always goes slapstick for me because she kind of looks down and say, what okay. <laughs> right you know because it always it just looks a bit kind of comedic and it always reminds me of that kind of tone like, in Ghostbusters for some reason but um, it's definitely that big, yeah. Branch that gets yeah. I can understand the, the kind of, of um,
1: female perspective, but um, just a shame. Cause I think that's definitely the most out there scene. Mm-hmm. It's just so bizarre.
0: Definitely, I th- and I think the aftermath of that works pretty well with the chase and, yeah. and her reaction to it, like, mm. and the fact that like she's the one that knew all along there was something no right, kind of thing, mm-hmm. more or less. I th- I think probably the female reaction would probably still quite maybe not as violently anti towards it. More mm. of kind of like, what the fuck's that get off? Right. Us. What's this rubbish? You know what I mean? Aye. Uh, I think the kind of mainstream female would probably turn it off after right. that. Right. No, no I think, maybe. But yeah, but then probably, I don't think um, I don't think that unless you've seen it, maybe way back. I don't know if you would sit through it. Right. You know, unless you're watching it because you knew what it was, mm. I don't know whether you'd sit through it anyway. Mm. You know, I don't know. I think, it I, I think, it, it's it's definitely a, it's a well acted scene. Yeah. Um, I don't think it. It's I don't think it makes too light of it until that shot. Because mm-hmm. she's definitely distressed. It's not as if she's yeah. like into it or anything. like that <laughs> <laughs> You know. Um, <clears throat> I mean the, the equivalent scene in the sequel when there's no actual rape, it's just the, the tree right. grabbing, I think is a little more comedic, because it literally drags her into a tree. Okay.
2: Right, so, originally
1: 1983 cinema release, it was past X after 49 seconds of cuts. <laughs> um, Linda's ankle being pierced with a pencil. Oh, cut yeah.
0: By mm-hmm. two, uh, apparently two there cuts the, the twisting... Yeah, yeah, they didn't like that much.
1: Um, other ones, Ash tries to kill Linda, eight cuts, Cheryl hitting Ash in the hand with a poke in the head with a poker. Um, and then I didn't realize I thought the original Palace video release was uh, the uncut version, that's supposedly the same version, the cut cinema release.
0: That's what I'd heard. I yeah. thought they released it simultaneously. Yeah, they said that in one of the things I are, thought I got
1: that from. That documentary yeah,
0: thing, yeah. Yeah, that's what the guy was saying, was like, we released it simultaneously. Right. What, what, what documentary was that? Was that on the... Nah, it was on the DVD. The making of the documentary.
1: documentary? Uh, no, it was in a separate one, just about the yeah, distribution. Yeah, was, was in it at like the
0: drive-in or something like that? No. Um. I can't remember. Anyway. Right. But yeah, they were talking to the two guys at yeah, Foreign Stephen Palace, and, and they, they said they released it simultaneously at the cinema... And the vid, they on read, video yeah, had the video, because they're saying that the, the markets were two different different things. It was the first thing they ever been done, yeah. and apparently the last time they ever did it. But, um, so I would have pres- they said that was the same version, yeah. So you're not getting that from um, melon farmers?
1: According to melon farmers, the the, the the video was the cut, right? The same version, so I don't think they'd submitted it.
0: Um, oh, no, I don't know no, how it, that worked
1: no, in. I thought they would have had that opportunity just to release the uncut that,
0: version. That, if that was before the video nasty thing, yeah, there was uh. no classification for video. is that no. what they said. Aye, uh, that's what they said in the yeah. documentary. Oh, anyway,
1: he I did see that. He did. We've seen that before with uh, uh, the the cut versions being yeah. released. But um, yeah, uh-huh, that's true. Um, so that was 1983. The VHS came out N- October 1983. It was added to the the banned DPP list. Right. Um, it was dropped from the list in September '85. Hmm. Then, uh, nineteen ninety. In reaction, sort of falling on from the video nasties, it was cut. Uh, by a further one minute six seconds. Jesus. <laughs> um, forty-one cuts there. Um, then finally, when was it uncut? Twenty you know two thousand one. uh uh-huh. I believe. Yeah, that okay. was in the US um, what were the, c- uh, the same year I think it was Anchor Bay released in the UK oh, yeah. the cut as well
0: what was the cut the, the minute some cuts does it say what that was too
1: BBFC removed a further one minute 6 seconds for video when submitted in 1990 there were 41 cuts specified uh, the Sherwin raped by the tree right, right, Ashley's fight with Shelley Ashley's fight with Linda Ash's fight with Scott <laughs> I
0: think the fight with Linda is that when he just slaps her Right. So you're just, apparently you can't do that now. <laughs> um, exploding zombies. Zombies face burning
1: in the fire. Like uh,
0: the best bits. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, so all you've really got is Ash being held down by a plank of wood. Right. <laughs> that's all that's
1: left. Yeah, so this is one of the big ones that was taken to court. It's one of the, the bigger court cases. Um, say a bit about that. So... Under the Obscene Publications that Act, uh, Palace Pictures was prosecuted, and the case was on July twenty fifth, nineteen eighty four. I think Raimi, I think that was the one Raimi turned up for, so but the judge said, oh, yeah. you don't need, to. need flew all that <laughs> way, and then the, yeah, um, mm-hmm. t- 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 yeah. So, judge the the case was uh, spread over four months. Um, and when the judge, you judge, uh, seen the film, and they stated that he didn't. Uh, regard the film as obscene, so there's no That's
0: case So right. he basically answer. told Palace yeah. that he doesn't think there's anything to answer for.
1: Yeah, so that was dismissed. But I think the problem was with the court cases, everyone was different. So in some places, oh, it was really? convicted as obscene, and other um, uh, places, it was like dismissed. <laughs> I think that was why uh, they moved away from prosecuting under the Obscene Publications Act and they moved to. Um, bringing in, like, the Video Recordings Act where mm. it was stricter, right, if it doesn't have a certificate, we can prosecute, Um 'cause because, that was a total, that's like the whole, circus, like, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean, he, like, you should get a jury together to convict a murderer, like, if, like, right. if, like, half of them say, like, he did it, and the other half say, the didn't do it, you know what I mean? Mm. They, they don't just make up a new act, they say, well, right. you know, we think he did it when he was, so just kill him, you know what I mean? Get him sorted. Pfft.
1: So yeah, the Evil Dead dropped from the the west, and it was moved to the uh, thirty three. It dropped thirty three of the sure. seventy
0: two. Right, right. There you go. Colored history. Uh, would you again like come back to like, you know? Do you think this would qualify still as a video redoing <laughs> <laughs> these days?
1: Um, uh, I can't say. So it seemed right. totally anomalous at the time. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's uh, that. Even I mean. with
0: all, all the other films. Aye. aye. Um, I mean, it's it's definitely five shades like away from or lighter than some of the stuff we've we've looked at you know that was on the the ban list Mm. even that wouldn't you know we wouldn't classify should still be there you know what I mean yeah Um, just the tone of it the only bit that you would think in that in the um, 80s you'd think right well they would probably automatically cut that just because of the time that it was would be the tree scene the tree rape that's Mm. the only bit that you could see that they had some justification to cut anything. Yeah, yeah. If people were maybe sensitive about rape, right, that's the only bit that I, I could see that was, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they could even, could argue, like, with a kind of, you know, this maybe shouldn't be happening or whatever, but, like, even then, it's still yeah. pretty out there. It's trees. <laughs> 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 you know? <laughs> anyway. Um Well, I think that draws... Evil Dead discussion to an end unfortunately probably much more we could say on mm-hmm. sequels and Raimi as a director and Bruce Campbell as a groovy guy right. um <laughs> one of my heroes Bruce Campbell says is he aye no, no seriously, right, i seriously yeah. I don't maybe not one of my heroes I wouldn't right. like no I do I really like him mean, um, you ever emailed him never emailed no
1: he answers he's, oh he's emails. Does, he?
0: does he ah not I right. that uh, I've read his, his autobiography and stuff right, that's aye. really interesting um mm and I followed him onto some TV shows he's been on like started watching the TV show just because he's on it and right. generally he's the best thing like the TV shows are alright like when Burn Notice it's it's not a particularly right. amazing show or anything okay. like that but it's always worth it for his kind of banter and his kind of dry wit Aye. that's pretty clever um, I think I'd watch anything with him I and mean, I've seen some of his really shitty stuff as well right like, well Maniac copy was in oh yeah Um and there's some really dodgy ones Alien Apocalypse right but it's all right because he's in it. You okay. know what I mean. You ever I, seen I, Bubba Hotep? No. No, that's that alright as well. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, alright. It's pretty nah. good. It's for um uh oh, director Phantasm. I uh, almost had it. I can't remember his name. Um, but yeah, definitely spawned uh epic le- legacy. Mm-hmm. So news, Gary. What we got?
1: Let's talk about HMV.
0: Cool, right? Talk about HMV. One of the big stories in the
1: yeah. UK. It's actually a couple of th- um, similar stories. Yeah, well, H- HMV is the big one. It's yeah. um, basically they've been they're in- into administration. They're not, yeah. not officially. Uh-huh. Um, looks like the end for the on the high street yeah. for the last standing uh, music and film. Is
0: that it? I mean, it's Kind of gone the way. It's kind of gone the way of the. Now are we going to get an independent retailer well, you know, second-hand mm, stores. you know what I mean? That's going to be it.
1: Yeah, maybe that might may be better, actually. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. People predict... I mean, the predict...
0: prices HMV were ripping the hole out of, to be fair. Well, um,
1: that's one thing. Because there was a point where um, HMV was had kind of... Virgin went down, and HMV was um, the last one, and that was kind of... The independents couldn't compete. Sure. With the big the big chains but now there might be an opportunity for them to come back. Um but um yeah, it's been on the cards. I think they've been in, in like bad situation for I remember hearing like last after last Christmas right. they were in a bad way. So I wonder there might be a chance to save a few of the stores, I don't know. I don't That's know what they're saying. They're well HMVs kinda maybe hoping it won't be total total destruction.
0: But um, um yeah, yeah I mean you look at somewhere like Glasgow, which is like what stores right in the main city centre Does that like within there. what half a mile of each other right there's one on Buchanan Street there's one on Argyll Street and there's one on Sockey Hall Street I think there's, I think there's still one in on Socky Hall Street is that aye aye so I mean they don't need that right I mean that one in Buchanan Street's plenty you know what um, I mean that's a big store is that the old virgin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or is that HMV now? All uh-huh. mm-hmm. oh, right. I've,
1: I've known been in Glasgow for years. Sh- right. I'm sure as is. I'm sure right. that's HMV now. All right. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Um. So, I mean. Right. Yeah, they need to downsize. Maybe maybe are thinking. Right. You know, I mean, it's like. <laughs> mm. can I know it's been coming as well. I know it's hard because they've got staff. So, how do you let them go without a big thing like, well, we're going to administration? Yeah. Kind of just let people go. Mm. So. I mean, some of the prices that they've been doing, I mean, even the for sale prices yeah, are more expensive than, than anything, even on their own website, mm. generally.
1: I I mean, to some extent, it's understandable. Uh, I mean, they've got the running costs, definitely
0: but
1: if they can't compete, um, then what can you do? I mean, I didn't buy much out of there. No, nah, um, I mean,
0: only only online when there was cheap stuff or you get 20% off, 10% off things. Yeah. But, um, it's um, a bit
1: hypocritical. I mean, to some extent, I'm sad to see that there's no a place you can go on the uh-huh. high street, but the amount of times but, I went in there is few and far between. Sure, so.
0: but would you, you would have went in if the the prices were comparable well, with well, online? Well, possibly. I, or even their own store? I, you know, I mean, if you go online to H&V, you would get some, you could see some for £12, pounds, mm-hmm. right? You get into the store and it's going to be at least a five-hour now, yeah. some Now would say that's, what you know, well, okay, five pound. What the fuck you're getting it there? Mm. And Then, but I'm sorry, I'm like, for a fiver I can get something else. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's simple as it, and 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 I can probably get it cheaper than twelve pound. I can get on their website, you mm. know. Um, but I mean, those stuff before Christmas, and I mean, I've got an example in one of my pickups, but I'll explain it when we get there. But the, something else like um, they had the Lethal Weapon box set, the Blu-rays, right. right, the four films, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and. Sainsbury's. Okay. For £10. Right. And HMV, it was £35. Right. Hmm. You, hmm. How, you just kind of do that, you know what I mean? Yeah. If it, was, if it had been 12 or £15, I would say, right, okay. Right. You know? Aye. But, because Sainsbury's have, has other income, they don't have the, the li you know, the, the collection that HMV has. Aye. So it's fair enough, right? Yeah. But, not Yeah, I mean, so many, that's I like, think
1: supermarkets can kind of discount them <laughs> as like kind of lost leaders just to get people that are in there I may guess. want to buy it I um, guess
0: but you just kind of have that kind of discrepancy yeah, in
1: between
0: prices um, it's, it's kind of unsustainable um, what's I yeah. going to say now I mean like Tesco's the and like in, well Sainsbury's now we never used to have Sainsbury's but they were always like maybe a couple of pounds cheaper than than um, even online sometimes right. and mm. still you mm-hmm. know and you can expect that mm-hmm. but having something that's three times the price mm. is ripping the hole mm. you know what I think
1: yeah, I mean, they did start to do the 5 the for 30. Blu-ray deal was pretty good. They've been doing that for the last year or so. But again,
0: it's not every Blu-ray included, do you know what I no, mean? No, well, true, but... Uh, oh, no, I'm not saying eh. it, but... It's, you know, yeah. it, they there's, there's, they're ripped the hole with a lot of their products. Mm. There's been some criticism
1: where at Amazon as well, that saying Amazon's notorious for it came out like earlier yeah, the last yeah. year that they're not been paying taxes. Yeah, yeah, they do yeah. all these tax dodges like having their premises in like a different country where they can sort of no actually paying proper UK taxes. Sure. But to all extent purposes are a UK like business like um, they operate in the UK? So HMV is paying all the taxes, corporation tax. But obviously, if a company's not paying taxes, they can uh, yeah cut definitely. their prices.
0: But uh, um aye, uh, and that's fair enough. Um. But at the end of the day, consumers are going to go where they can get things cheapest. Mm. And it's simple. Mm. And in that case, Amazon just had a, cl- a better business plan. Yeah. They've just been clever about it. You know what I mean? Aye. Um, I'm, I mean, you're not going to tell me that h and couldn't have brought, brought their prices down to, to somewhere in comparison. You know what I mean?
1: Mm, I don't know. And,
0: uh, and it's the whole thing, that, oh, we're doing really bad business-wise. We're not making enough money. Mm. So we the prices everything up. That's what it feels felt like because it mm. wasn't always that much. Mm. It wasn't always as expensive. Mm. I didn't think you know there used to be some good sales on. Right. Um But I don't know. And and they reduced to me they reduced their their catalogue as well because then they started doing all the like the Macs and tablets. They're an area for just yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, the air store that we've got here is not a wasn't wasn't a huge store, but I didn't think it like, had the space for that anyway. You mm. know what I mean. They were in mm-hmm. Glasgow, they they have sections and you're thinking, well, okay, fair enough if you've got that extra space. But yeah. they did away with a lot of that. I mean they used to have a really good look like, Blu ray selection, you know, mm-hmm. like a proper like a thing. They brought it back recently, but for a while there they had like, one right. or two shelf, two stands. Yeah. Um single pack, do you know what I mean? Aye, um, yeah. Like it's another way forward.
1: Yeah. When it comes to selection, um brick and mortar stores just kinda compete with online. Back in the 90s, I remember going to HMB was like, yeah, kind of amazing. Look at uh, what you can get. Yeah,
0: like, when when they said if, we're opening one up in the air, like it was like, oh my god, yeah, our, yeah, it's like we wanted this since we were like Aye. kids, you know, He you, you
1: didn't get a chance to see this stuff. Um, yeah. could browse at all the uh, the CDs
0: for ages mm-hmm. for hours. Um, I mean, I can still spend a good like of time in there yeah. looking, but i mm-hmm. never buy anything, because I, everything's just. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I know that it's cheaper online. I've literally have my smartphone there and then I can check mm. what the prices are mm-hmm. online. And that's the thing that they don't seem to have wisened up to. Like, no one's Aye. gonna do it by things. Mm-hmm. They seem to be recently they've been putting things in front of their like some tabs, like seeing like Tesco's and things like that. Yeah. Um they have like sealed cases that the, the, the discs are or the, the boxes are actually in, and they've been putting like kinda stickies over the barcodes. Aye. So you actually have to take it out to buy it. Oh, okay. To to um do able to scan the back really? so you couldn't do that kind of okay. shit. Okay. I just think, in in that day and age, they need to be able to at least say, well, it's less than a fiver, dearer, so you can have it now. Mm. And a lot of people, not me, because I'd still be like, well, I can get cheaper online. But a lot of people would be like, oh, that's fine. It's only a couple of pound. Mm. You know. Um. But in the day and age where it's like, I'd say like three times the price. Mm. Or you know, it's just Not going to get it, but as you say, like back in the day, it was, that was the thing, it was like yeah. you to Glasgow to go to aye, it, that was was a, it. as an
1: event, yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and especially looking for more niche stuff, like yeah. just the capacity is now there to, to stock that, definitely, really. Um, so something of a shame, but uh, definitely.
0: Um, a couple of other retailers seem to be going as well, uh, play.com mm. apparently, or season direct sales, right? I, um, I don't know what that means for them, like. Because they just took over by that company, very, well, fairly recently in the last couple of years, right. uh, Rebutican or something like that. Mm. Um, and so, um, so is that just the website it's just going to be well, cease?
1: Well, I suppose it's going to continue as a marketplace.
0: Right. Oh, okay. Right. right. So, right. So, Yeah. Right. Right. Well, far well far I mean, that was always for me for a long while was place strength because you know the price you see because uh, postage was always free with them. Mm. You know, like Amazon. Like sometimes you go on, and it's like like a pound odd yeah. extra. Like sometimes you think oh well but um in play it was always whatever the price was that was Aye. you know everything was free postage
1: yeah play play that uh, out there first and the free postage and mm. everything oh yeah that it was kind of innovative postage. at the time yeah. but then amazon kind of yeah I, amazon it,
0: uh, used to st- used to cost but um play was always free Aye. yeah uh but play get really sloppy recently the right. last since it took over that company though it became more in line with like Xavi, like you know the, the length of time it took for things to come and things mm. you know uh, whereas they used to be kind of like instant, okay, right, more yeah. or less. Um, but Amazon's really kind of swallowed every, all the kind of. Well, for me personally, I know I do all my shopping at Amazon, right. but very rarely, unless there's something on an offer okay. or I spot something at like a low price on another site, right. well I go elsewhere, you know?
1: I've actually been using Xavi a lot recently.
0: I've never. I've, I, I, I've gone there periodically to check stuff, but I mean, unless I know what I'm looking for, right. it's kind of hard to find stuff, I find. Okay.
1: I know they get a lot of flack for being really like taking ages to post mm-hmm. stuff and make mistakes and that. I've not really had that many problems with them. I've... I don't actually mind waiting mm-hmm. if... Zabby do a lot of, like, 10% discounts and stuff. Yeah, I've never you. had any of them. Right.
0: Really. I, I mean, I have bought, like, a fair amount of stuff and I've bought some pre-orders from them. Right. I've never had any problem getting them. Just mm. like, You've never had a single problem with them. Mm. I think I had one... I think I ordered some Maniac Cop from them or something right. like that. And it was, like, at a cheap price, it was, like, £5. Right. I mean, it was one that was really cheap. Um and that took a wee while to come, but mm-hmm. that was the most you yeah. know what I mean. Um, but no, I've never had a problem yeah. with them. But I I've don't know how a, I go about my, getting uh, these ten percent offs.
1: Right. <laughs> um, they do a lot of good deals. are definitely the cheapest place to get masters of cinema. Mm-hmm. I've had some good deals. I remember I got the Saturday night, and Sunday morning Blu Ray for three ninety nine. Right. Holy years crap. ago, uh, that was like a deal of the day yeah, or something. Yeah. Um, and they've got some cheaper the Studio Canal collection. I picked up them for like ten pound. Mm. Mm-hmm. So the cheapest you ever see them. So. Um, yeah.
0: No, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, Play was good at one point, but they definitely went down. Yeah, I'm and, used to uh, it in a while. Um, and Blockbuster seemed to uh, be on the well. way out as well. I mean, <clears throat> that's a big hit, personally, because I, I go there quite a lot, looking for like like pre-owned Blu-rays and stuff like that, and I usually get... I haven't got anything recently, really, because they're, they're putting out more and more ex-rental stuff right. rather than stuff folks traded in. Mm. So... it's kind of been a bit of a poor selection recently, but it was always... You could always find maybe, like, one or two. You'd be like, oh, that's actually a decent deal, you know? Mm -hmm. Um,
2: And when you're going to
0: rent videos, I know, like, most people are streaming now and or love film, whatever, but there's always the the people that, like, you know, don't have that or don't want to pay a monthly subscription to anything right? and just want a video.
1: Mm. We can get, um, like, streaming on demand now,
0: like, for... True. There's a blank box, uh, which get, is Tesco's. you know what I mean. Like, even right. like, I know it's it's not maybe, but there's, there is a generation still there that don't know, that aren't very tech, right, tech savvy and are not maybe mm. wanting to use the magic yeah. box of a computer to yeah. you know stream a film or whatever mm. or hook up to TV or have a smart TV or yeah. you know. So I feel like it is a bit of a, a shame, and there's definitely a market for rental, the like actual physical rental store. Mm-hmm. But maybe something like the, the you know, the vending machine tape system they have in the States. Right. I think it's tried Red a couple box. of them. Aye. They tried a couple of them over here, didn't they? Right. I remember seeing one. When we were back at school, I remember seeing, like, see how, um, you know, the police station is. Right. Right. Like, the kind of MFI side, where that used to be. Okay. There used to be a, a a kind of vending machine box outside a video store, like a kind of like small independent video store right. kind of place. And it was like a proper vending machine oh, right. style thing. And you... And you Put in mm. whatever. Um, Bye. So I don't know if Redbox is maybe the yeah. way.
1: I'm a big advocate of love film. Mm. Oh, oh, I feel. Uh, I mean, yeah. that's
0: fair enough. Again, like, I just feel like some people don't want to pay a subscription, you know, and they're only looking for when and if they want it, and mm. not everyone's tech savvy enough to to steal their movies online. Right. Absolutely in love film, but you know, but you know, like some people right. do would do that rather than rent, mm. and that's probably what drove drove them out of business. To be yeah. fair. Um, well,
1: we might see a resurgence of independence as well. Yeah, that, that's true. That guy cool. one anyway, yeah, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. But you might find the resurgence, but like, I don't know. It seems it's getting closer and closer to this. by bye, physical media.
1: Yeah. Well, that,
0: hmm. when when the day when the day, in the day when you can't buy a brand new DVD or Blu-ray or rent on the high street, mm-hmm. it's not good, is it? Um. It's not a good sign for, for physical media, I wouldn't say, like when they're taking away the, the, like really the shops.
1: Yeah, I, I know we've talked about it, how it's in sort of possible demise, but I don't think that really has much impact because it's more like people on the, it's not like people on the buying, they're just on the buying yeah. the high
0: street. Uh, I feel like though no, that people, it not being on the high street, people who, who have been using the store, like people again of a certain generation or certain mindset mm. for not using Amazon for certain reasons, maybe like, Like uh, personal politics about the tax thing whatever instead of like taking the the small jump to okay I'm going to use a website now Mm -hmm. might be like well if I've learned how to use a computer I might as well learn how to use a streaming thing or use iTunes or something and buy their stuff online Mm -hmm. I feel like that's seems like a straighter rather you know like um, giving your, your payment details to a company to hand, you know something like Apple right with right. like iTunes example and then all you do is you click on the thing you put in your password they charge it to your card that's you you don't have to wait for nothing to come you can watch the film there and then right. just like you could if you were buying out of store or renting it right no waiting you know mm. what I mean I feel like your casual buyer's gonna probably go straight to that rather than I'll go on Amazon and get this for the same price more or less maybe a DVD it's only £3 mm. but it's gonna take like five days to come
2: mm.
0: you know I feel like that that could be the way it goes mm-hmm. and I'm pretty scared to be honest because I'm like I, I, how what, they're not going to sell me a nice new box Gary for my digital copy right? you know what I mean like, they're not going to send me some like nice packaging for my digital copy you know you're not getting a poster with a digital copy yeah not well that's my two cents on that speaking right. of nice packaging and posters Gary shall we move on to our friends at Arrow mm, what have they been up to Weird. Well.
1: Yeah. It's somewhat out of date now, but... as far is, I mean,
0: to have... but we might as well address it. Mm. I mean, it's it's relevant. It's still ongoing, kind of. Um, Not as yet resolved, No, really. no. Um, do you want to give us some of the details, Gary, and we'll, I'll chip in.
1: Ah, uh, well, um, the issue was with the zombie flesh eaters release. Yep. Which we were praising to the high heavens in yeah. the last
2: episode. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, again, actually watched having, it. From. Yeah,
0: have not watched it. Uh, and only skipped through um, the, the transfer and seen the reviews. I mean, yeah. m- most people had noticed it. As I say. Uh, I, think I looked back in that blu dot com review, and it never mentioned it. it only mm-hmm. mentioned it in the, when she gave the, or, the he or she gave the link. Right. Yeah. To the review. Yeah. Um, uh, so basically,
1: from the introduction, the six seconds roughly, <laughs> I think uh, of footage missing. Goes to the screen, last credit, directs Bollinger or and then cuts straight to the... Misses the, the shot of the harbour, yeah, straight uh-huh. to
0: the boat. The shot of the Twin Towers, isn't there? Right, like, kind of, aye. And the boat comes into the frame.
1: The music <coughs> cuts really jarringly. Uh-huh, um, yeah. Just a bit,
0: a bit of a fuck-up. Basically, apparently it's been a... <laughs> Uh, side effects from the seamless Mm. Gary seamless branching for the the three different opening title cards yes Um, I'm sorry getting too
1: fancy getting too fancy
0: that's not seamless Gary I don't think that's (laughs) seamless at all Um, so basically it was a bit of a fuck up right kind of come to expect a wee bit from our wee tiny fuck ups here and there right Mm. they're a small company Mm. we can allow them I don't have a problem right if they make a fuck up I, I don't have a problem making the fuck up Mm. right these things happen no matter how much quality control even though personally I think it should be give it to people who know the film mm. or who are comparing it to other versions of the film apparently is it Master Cinema do that no Blue Underground apparently it was quoted that they do that they check against all other versions oh, of the film right, to make okay. sure they've got all the footage because right. <clears throat> apparently this went through three, three levels of quality control Right. Mm. so yeah so I don't mind the fuck up right okay Right. I can live with the fuck up right right there's been things with the discs that we've got that aren't perfect Mm. right but not as something you would scream for blood for right but a replacement program was asked for Mm. right to give the people who care about it yes okay us little ocd maybe just like wanting what we paid for Mm -hmm. you know people um Close, whatever, I mean, it's been all over our Facebook, whatever. Like people that that want this six seconds. Um, like when the, the suggestion was that they upload it to YouTube and give us it, it a link, the six seconds so we can watch it in loop. You <laughs> know, see that? Did you see that link? No, no. <laughs> someone has recommended do that. I um, were contacted about, and apparently at first they said there's not going to be a replacement program. Mm-hmm. Um, they are going to be correcting the issue, and future pressings will not have the issue. Yeah, but there's not going to be a replacement program. Mm-hmm. I mean, so a few things have been quoted quoted about this uh Sale of Goods Act, things like that. I actually emailed them myself. I mean, I felt personally responsible for the next part because I, you know, they they replied to me and then they put it on Facebook <laughs> as well. But anyway, they also had a lot of emails, and they piped up with, you know, we f- had a last adverse effect from the, the the Beyond replacement desk when they released the that with the opening in uh, black and white and yeah. sepia. Um, apparently they had more discs being requested than what they sold. Right. I don't know how that even happens. Like, how do you, like, no? <laughs> no, no, that's bullshit, right? Um, you're, you're running it wrong. <laughs> so they come up with the idea that to save themselves some administrative pressure and save, you know, the folk taking the piss out of it, they would charge people a fiver for a replacement disc. A fiver. A fiver. Now when I first saw this, I was just happy there was going to be a replacement mm. scheme at all. But the more we, we spoke about it and the more I thought about it, it's not on, is it? That doesn't seem right. I mean, how much did we pay for that slip? we mean, you and I both paid for the limited edition slip yes. box from the 1799, design. was it? Right. So, that's just ripping the hole. That's worse than HMV. Yeah, you know?
1: it was a bit of a, a spitting in the face, particularly yeah. of the, the loyal fans who had pre-ordered straight Aye. from them yeah. the limited edition version. Put their money down. Up took the money up front as well, not like a normal pre-order. No, that's it. That. Um, for the version that they know they had sold, uh uh-huh. they're not even going to replace that. Well, that's um, it. I mean,
0: the the, the person that they reviewed it on blu Ray.com had had ra- re- brought the issue to their attention before mm-hmm. the the final was released. Mm-hmm. Um, and they get told that it was just their check disc, mm-hmm. the review disc they were sent, and it mm-hmm. wasn't a problem with the actual retail. Yeah. And then they actually delayed the release of the disc. Which would maybe think, well, maybe they're fixing it. Yeah. If they had not you know. Um. But anyway, that was their solution to like a fiver, and I mean, I've got. I was saying to my wife, I was like, "That's fair enough, right? I'll pay a fiver. Right. You send me the disc, mm-hmm. and then I'll send you my dud disc back. Right. And when you receive that, you refund my fiver.
1: yeah
0: no so That's kind of safe. Yeah. You know, they're not going to get done too bad like that. Yeah. At least they're they're not going to be out of pocket. You know. Um. But I mean, everybody was raging about mm. it. I mean, everybody who cared about it was raging about it so eventually they came back thank god and and said there was going to be a full replacement mate uh, system and they weren't going to charge and they refunded anyone who paid for the replacement disc mm-hmm. but I mean felt kind of like damage done yeah um I mean they're saying now that they have to you know you have to send your disc in whatever which is fine why would you do anything else mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. I mean I'll give you an example through this um Replacement scheme. There was a couple of people who had quoted other replacement disc things, and one of them that was quoted was uh, the Inception disc replacement. And I was like, "What's this all about?" Because I was quite—I was—I had never noticed anything on my Blu-ray. Yeah. I was kind of so I did. A, I googled it, and it was actually in the triple play right. Blu-ray DVD digital copy. Um, it's the DVD it, was, oh, yeah. it had a bad encode, and it was okay. all like lot of uh, jaggies and oh, pretty, right. pretty shit. Yeah, which I'd never watched it, so I wasn't bothered. But I thought, fuck it, I'll contact... It was the email address for Warners. Contact them. Yeah. No, I know it's Warner Brothers, big company, right? Mm-hmm. You can't really compare, but I'm sorry. Wait to hear what happens, right? Contacted them, right? Let's say today, mm-hmm. right? They got back to me tomorrow, the right. next day, right? And I just said, like, is this is this replacement thing still working? Now, I've had this Blu-ray for, like, three years or something. Right. or You know, since it first came out, more yeah. or less in Blu-ray. Um, I said, is this replacement thing still Going, I've got one of the thingy discs, yeah. And they said, Yeah, yeah, still going. Um, just send me your address, right? Right, sent them my address the th- that day, yeah. The next day I had the disc, really. It came in the post the next day. I didn't have to send them my disc, superb. Yeah, I mean, that's like, why, why should I have expected anything different? I'm not saying it has to be about the next day, mm. you know what I mean, but like, why should it have been any different, yeah you would even expect that possibly it'd be worse for a big corporation because it would get, just get lost yeah, in the mix yeah exactly um, or oh, they so. would say like, oh we're not doing that anymore yeah, yeah. you'll have to buy it again or something aye. you know and uncaring and I mean yeah I'm not saying but there's no way that it would cost it's going to cost Arrow to me a fiver to, to re-author that DVD mm. that Blu-ray
1: I don't know uh, there, there is some factoring in that you're, we deserve the proper thing but yeah. they are going to take a hit but um, I think my problem with it is that the constant fuck ups are they overstretching themselves? Are they doing too much? Because uh-huh. obviously can't. It's a it's one after the other. I mean, even this just this one blurry first uh-huh. it was delayed. Then there was the poster thing, uh-huh. fucked up. They couldn't yeah. fit the poster uh-huh. in. Uh-huh. Um, and we've seen what else the Beyond was fucked uh-huh. up. Um, there's many more which I kind of quite recall. But um, I think they for the facilities and the capabilities they have In the fact, they're not
0: doing the the, the slipcover packaging anymore yeah, you know yeah, they've yeah. stopped doing that so yeah. it just feels like they're i mean one of the things was the arguments was put forward like all oh, are being like you know, geek boys you know like fucking like nerds <laughs> that sit and masturbate over six seconds right <laughs> and someone else like say, come up with the comments like well actually like I, sorry but i thought arrow were there to cater for us right. with 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 the packaging right. and with the type of films they bring out, mm. they're there to cater for us, our type of people mm. who are very, you know, particular about the things we like and and um, we like the packaging, you know, that's that's all there for the fanboy, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it just seems like they're they're falling away from that piece by piece. Yeah. You know what I mean? Starting with the the the, the limited edition packaging going mm. for most of the stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it just feels like they're becoming it's like they're not being the same company anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I mean, they're just past asking, would you just put up for a Kickstarter if we were trying to do another restoration? Yeah. Which I, t- I mean, I told you I was on board with, but mm. the way they're working things, you're not going to get, you're not going to be able to pay for that and get your bloody mm. <laughs> They're going to get another fiver for okay. from the disc. <laughs> um, yeah, it puts you
1: off like, like pre-ordering or Yeah, anything. I mean, don't I, I had
0: said about like if um, Black Sabbath mm. had, had come and that's coming now. Mm. Apparently it's been announced. Right. Uh, another Bava title you know because it's um, well it's Karloff and it, you know oh, right uh, yeah. you know, they're talking about that in that horror documentary and I've said I'd be quite interested to see it but man I've not even given it a second thought about mm. thinking about like pre-ordering it or anything because I'm just like it's not worth it yeah you know I'm just
1: I think if even like half their output they could make sure everyone was perfect um, just put the, the time in yeah mm-hmm. um, then yeah. nobody would,
0: complain. That's uh, it. And another thing they're saying is like a lot of the announcements recently are like they're not catering to the same audience either. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're bringing it this kind of soft core erotica, uh, yeah. and and a lot of that's actually cut. I found. Is it? They're, they're having to get, they're having to, they're submitting it, and they're not know, they don't know whether they're getting it through or uncut. But apparently, some of them have been cut is that just right? to get them out. All right. Hmm. Which is weird. I thought
1: it I was, I was gonna thing that we don't do in court versions no apparently that's yeah. what I'm saying
0: they seem to have fallen away from yeah. that seems like they're just getting it out to see if to make something I, I don't know even know what they're catering to with that mm. stuff it doesn't seem like in line with the, the stuff they've done before you know um, I don't know it's just it's it's, it's kind of it's definitely disheartening you just think it's a shame because that was kind of what you and I started getting back into this kind of thing together mm-hmm. Mm. Was kind of masturbating over slip boxes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was that was a kind of thing, you know. Really yeah. that was a kind of big thing, you know. We mm. started off doing this, and it's like changed even just in a, like in less than a year. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame, isn't it? Mm. Um, kind of let down But like, they are setting up with the replacement program, so we'll wait and see. It's not, nothing's been released really yet on the replacement details, right. uh, the, the plate, where it's send to or anything. Um, I mean, it's a shame that they've went from the heights of what we thought this release really right, was yeah. to this now, you know. Um, um, on a more positive note from.
1: about it, it does look amazing. Well, I mean, And it, and yeah, it, you it, it shows argue. you, like, with a proper transfer, what these films can look like. Because we always kind of said in some of our reviews that we don't expect them. They're not the greatest transfers, but yeah. the films uh, aren't films that are going to look amazing. But um, actually... The basis of that. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to see a new version of the beyond. Like what a proper hey, aye, new master yeah, that aye. could look like. Um,
0: um I mean I told you I've got like Zombie Two, like the twenty like, fifth anniversary version mm. for the States. Mm. Um and it looks like a VHS master. Yeah. Like from that it really is horrible. And I looked at it even before i don't seen the trailer online for the new version. Mm. Um and it was like night and day, even mm. just to like a, a YouTube trailer. Yeah. Um almost unwatchable to the Aye. extent that some VHS are now you know like, you go back and you're like I can't even watch this because it's just it looks horrible and sounds horrible Aye. Um, and the new this new version is just like a stunning in mm-hmm. comparison and for them to be dragged so low from as I say from having such high by just a, a stupid authoring error
1: yeah yeah it was kind of curious thing about the Italian exploitation industry <laughs> that they were all shot by the same technicians that would shoot every... Yeah, pretty, all All types of films. Um, there wasn't any kind of, like, tears, So these, these films should look as amazing as every other one.
0: Yeah, that's so it. So... Definitely. Hopefully,
1: um, I mean, I think they were all... Old, the other ones, like the Bon Set, and Dead, the Argento ones, they were older. Older. Transfers, so hopefully sometime in the future yeah. someone will put them out and look good eventually. Like,
0: it's, it's good to see them getting some props finally for, like, having a... a, a not even just better, but like uh like ten times better version than the Blue Underground. You know, I mm. get quite heavily panned in comparison, but right. it was it was good for the. Tech- they said this is probably the best it's right. gonna look, but it was a lot of DNR and stuff like right. that on it, and this is just yeah, yeah. head and shoulders above, um, by the six seconds. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that as you see, that's it's both uh, sad and disappointing as well as like well, they were just turning the corner. It felt. Um, we'll see what happens um, shall we move on to pickups so I think we're both quite big a bit quite a big haul so we'll just kind of rattle through them yeah? right. we're not spending okay. too much time none of your blether. Um <coughs> so obviously with it being Christmas and such and things like that um, I got from my my work actually uh, the Spiderman trilogy on Blu-ray All right. uh, I already had this okay so Wee bit of this I already had this, but um, they re released it with all the special features that were on the DVDs, didn't oh, have alright, it, okay. and it was basically vanilla releases. Right, Although, yeah. weirdly, the third film came with two discs in the original set with all the special features, right? And the new set, they only get one disc with not, with just the special features from the first disc. Alright. Something to watch out for like if not you buying it, but anyone listening is going to get it. It's good for the first two films, you get the extra special right, features, okay. but for the third film, you're actually losing a disc. So, luckily, I had the old setting i could mix, okay. mix and match yeah, yeah. whatever um i picked up my bloody valentine the original right. on blu-ray uh, quite rare in the states but i think it's actually the canadian release i got but i for like seven pounds okay uh but it goes quite a bit more expensive right. for the the states one is it any good i haven't watched it yet huh? i haven't watched it yet but it's meant to be pretty good but yeah. yeah um i picked up the american evil dead because it had the original full frame Right. Uh, presentation in HD, which the UK Blue didn't have. Uh, Young Frankenstein, Mel Brooks' film. Mm. Yeah, picked that up. It looks really good. Um, it's very much in the aesthetic of the Universal Monster films. You know, that's the way it's meant to look, and that's right, how it looks, yeah. you know. you seen it before? I haven't seen it. No, it's pretty good. Yeah. You remember, going to see it at the Getty? Eh? Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, But I like Gene yeah. Wilder. It's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah really. So, um, yeah, so uh, The Hunger Games. Really? Way. Aye, Jennifer Lawrence is in it. <laughs> kind of on, on the fad. Right. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't watched it yet. Okay. But um, I might get my hands on the three discs unseen, Sainsbury's exclusive. Right. Um, for fairly cheap. So, sorry. Um, I, I'll let you know how that turns out. Don't know. Let's see. What about that house in the end of the street? Interesting. That. I haven't
1: seen that yet. No. Right.
0: I, um, it was something that when I saw the trailer, I was like, "That's just like." A a gen- very gen- generic film, mm. uh, horror film. But I read the synopsis about it, thinking I will never watch it. I think I told you this before, actually. Right. And it wasn't actually what I thought at all. Mm. It's actually a little. It's there's no supernatural element to it at all. Right. yeah. It's more of a kind of. That's a bit fucked up.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, it's very generic, but. But it's, sorry.
0: it's the, yeah aye mm, yeah. Maybe. Uh, she's uh, she, uh, yeah. I, I think she's an amazing actress. I do as well right. as she's pretty. So.
1: When I was born, did you see that?
0: Well. I also oh. picked up Winter's Bone right. and I watched that the other night there. Okay. That's a good film. I like awesome, that. Yeah. yeah. You seen it, eh? Oh yeah, I love it. It's, it's oh man, like that chainsaw scene in the boat, like right. that's like there was there's no like actual sound almost, mm. it's just the chainsaw and music. I thought mm. that was powerful, but like the whole performance in it's, it's brilliant. But um did you get the did you watch it on Love Film or? Ah uh,
1: yeah, I rented it I think. Yeah. yeah. No,
0: I mean that's it's looks Is that the US one? Film. Yeah, I got the yeah, US one that's the, the from um, yeah as I said, I had high hopes that film and right. I did yeah at all it around.
1: has sort of a kind of horror sort of in a fairy tale yeah, sense yeah. like um, uh, quite mi- mythical yeah. sort of uh...
0: so I picked that up in Blu-ray um, <clears throat> I picked up X-Men First Class got that for my Christmas right again Jennifer Lawrence is in that that's, that's a bit of theme here Um got Terminator 2 5 out of Asda. Right. So, right. Um, I was kind of holding off the steel book. Okay. But I was looking at it and it was like 30 bucks and above. Mm. And I think like, it's a fiver. Mm. I can sell that if I ever want to get the steel book. So sure. got that, picked that up. Uh, Leon. Mm. Um US Bloody. Right. Not like that film. Uh, no idea if I'm. Sorry. It's been years since I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, the worst I've seen it, but I remember enjoying it quite a okay. bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, Gran Torino. All right. Yeah, got that. I've That's not good, watched yeah. that yet, but. Um, got monster's inc on blu-ray right got that free 750 Oy, points or something like that. So in. yeah man yeah. i, I went on to see about the nightmare before christmas but it didn't right, have right. it so i just got monster's inc i wasn't disappointed man i watched it and um, it's like it's quite an old film you know technically quite an old film yeah you know but it looks absolutely stunning and it's it's crazy good um good film as well a film on dvd called the poker house you heard of that no no, um, it's a film directed by Laurie Petty. You know Laurie Petty, Tank Girl. Mm. All right. Yeah, you know she's been in a few, quite a few films. Too. Did she direct that or she stars in it? She's directed it. Tank Girl. Tank Girl. <laughs> right. T- uh, Laurie Petty was Tank Girl. Okay, right, right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, she, she kind of wrote, wrote and directed it. Right. Okay. Um, and it stars Jennifer Lawrence mm. and Chloe Moretz from Kick Ass. Okay. And Selma Blair. Similarly, uh. um, cruel intentions. Mm, right. You'd know her if you saw her. Okay. Um, but that's a good film as well. That's right. really good. Um, it's kind of semi-autobiographical, semi-autobi- right. autobiographical. Um, but that's really good. And yeah. uh, Jeff Lawrence is again amazing. And so is Chloe Moretz. And like, she must be like three or something. And, like, oh, it's right. crazy. Like, she's <laughs> some of the dialogue scenes. You know what I mean? You just think, how is that kid pulling that off? Yeah. Right. Um, but anyway, it's. Like it's opposed to something like Winter's Bone with the, the little sister and that, because mm. uh, plays the little sister, it's like the little girl does really well. Like, but she's obviously she's not an actor. I don't think the little girl in Winter's Bone, right. but she's very naturalistic, mm-hmm. you know. Whereas Claymore is a proper little character, right? Yeah. In In Winter's Bone, uh, Poker House. Anyway, so that's good. Also, I've got a couple of things. Russell, Russell. Um, Jaws. Uh, Did you book? Snap, snap, yep, nice.
1: Yeah, the UK one. Yes. Did you get that on Amazon? Yes. Ten twenty five. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, saw that.
0: Think Good so. price. Uh, well, I got it for Christmas. I don't know. Oh, I was, did Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So it's Bye. actually like I. The US one is actually oh. maybe better because it's one of the thicker ones with the DVD.
0: Aye, But it uh, kind beat that price. Like, ah, man, uh, definitely. Aye. Uh, and I think the US one was a Best Buy exclusive. Oh, was it? I think so. Oh, I'm right, sure it not. was. I uh, also got, um, from a Christmas, uh, Lady Snowblood. Oh, right. Uh, the Steelbook, which I had pre-ordered ages ago, but then I off. So, see what that's like. It's one and yeah. two, so it's all right. Um, what else did I get? Oh, This one was the one I was talking about earlier, and I was saying about like um, Sainsbury's Mm -hmm. and the cheapness and and the ridiculous HMV prices. Right. So I got the Superman Motion Picture Anthology in Blu ray, right? Now it's eight discs. Right. Right. And. Eight Blu ray discs, or? Eight Blu ray discs. Right. um, right? And. Okay, this is a bit. You can cut this if you want, right? I got it. Or you can keep it in, forever. <laughs> Just, I don't think you'll ever hear it. But my aunt had asked my mum what to get it for Christmas, right. and she mentioned this. Now, okay. this was twelve pounds in Sainsbury's, uh-huh. right? Eight discs, twelve pounds, right? Now I opened my present on Christmas Day, and it was the DVDs. Oh, and it, the DVDs was literally like three discs, like with you know the the five films spread over like three discs or something like that, right. or three or four discs. It wasn't like five, even five discs. You mm. know, it was doubles. And I've already got them all on single-dish and DVD anyway, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, with, you know, bare bones, whatever. Now, I turned it back to Sainsbury's, and they swapped it, changed it for me. Yeah. Right, so that they were fine. I mean, no problem, really, because it was Christmas. The DVD was £11, <laughs> right? And no, a pound yeah. more got you... Fucking hell. Like, three more discs, more or less. Yeah. Right? On this set, they have the complete Fleischer cartoons, all the the Fleischer oh, cartoons yeah. that the Batman animated series was based on. Yeah. Um, the famous studios' what cartoons, which were a slight continuation of that, right. similar art style. Um, it's also got um George Reeves Superman and the Mo Men film. The whole film, ninety eight oh, yeah. minute film, in black and white. Uh, it's not an HD, I don't think, but it still right. looks pretty good. Um, plus all the extras and commentaries for the actual films. Right. Two versions of Superman and the movie. There's a Superman mm-hmm. and the movie in the expanded expanded edition. Two versions of Superman two. Right. There's the Donner version as well. Donner cut, which was. An alternate cut, Um it's so pr- pretty much completely different. Um, and again, like, then you've got everything all the actual special features above that for a pound extra. That's pretty canny, and 35 pounds in, in HMV. Yeah, I mean, that's like kind of. It's awesome. Like, mm. a pound. Like, the, the the girl that, like, we changed it with in, in Sainsbury's, right. like, we did it. actually laughed. She couldn't believe it. Right. The fact that in, she was just impressed you were getting the Blu-rays for a pound more. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, but, like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the content and that alone is worth a 12 pound. Definitely. So, um... So, what's the selection like in there? Sainsbury's. It's not great. It's not right. amazing, but every so often you find something like that. Like, right. again, I... I mean, was that I, a chart
1: thing? Was that a chart title?
0: I think it might have been... Right. I, uh, I don't is
1: that, know. Because Tesco normally is
0: top 10 or something. Yeah, oh, top, Tesco's absolute sh- shit, yeah. man. As can be alright at times. Right. As I said, Terminator 2 in there for five, of those other, a couple of other things, but nothing amazing. But it used to be better. But Sainsbury's, I mean, they had the Lethal Weapon set. I almost bought that at one point. If it had been the Die Hard set, I'd have been in. Right. Right. <laughs>
1: but
0: um, Lethal Weapon ones, I wasn't. I'm like. I've seen Lethal Weapon the first one. Yeah. It's okay for it. I, I, I don't mind the first one but right. I, that's the only one I would have probably watched right, out right. the whole set you know um, so I didn't get it but I mean for a tenner I was like it's almost worth it but mm. but I mean they have a lot of stuff like that that's, that's cheaper than anywhere else yeah, but it's yeah. worth a check it's definitely something I'd check out all the time if I'm mm-hmm. going and looking for stuff Aye. I'll definitely give it a check um, and I think that brings it to the end but as you can see a very Jennifer Lawrence heavy pick up four yeah. films are we
1: yeah 2013 calendar on it, no, I so. didn't. no, I didn't. Right. I never really thought of that. <laughs> Fuck.
0: is <laughs> something to ask me about calendar. I, want, I couldn't think right. about one oh Oh man, epic no, fail! Okay. I, I suppose you probably can. Oh, well, sorry, not, not all, not all. No. Sorry, sorry, one more. Right, so you're disappointed, aren't you? Um, I got finally got my a couple of those blu-rays were from the states that I'd been getting from my mate was bringing back. Right, I finally got my Watchman Clets edition. Oh, aye. yeah, did it arrive in one piece? Yep, yeah, uh, the the, the card is a wee bit bent, but that was right. all, everything else was was perfect um it's a nice stunning package like it's lenticular so that's okay. the, the comic book characters right and you t- turn it a bit and you get all the live action oh, characters. Right, okay it's really nice actually the box doesn't doesn't mean i can't keep anything in it because <laughs> if you get the book in it it falls out because the lid flaps open mm. like that ah. um but nice hard cover edition of watchmen and you got all this stuff the only yeah. thing was you get the theatrical cut of the film on but it's only on dvd and it's the only DVD in the whole collection. Mm. It's like, you could just give like them it in Blu-ray, mm. couldn't you? Good thing, though, you get a digital copy with it. Right. And with the previous Ultimate Edition, you only get a digital copy of the theatrical version. But in this, you get the whole three-hour okay. Ultimate Cut and digital copy. So that's pretty, ah. pretty good. So that was nice. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Right, jump on. Uh, did you get Dark Knight Rises? Oh, fuck. Jesus Christ. I right. I got the Dark Knight Rises steelbook um, okay. from Best Buy. Like, right. The Best Buy exclusive with the, that exclusive documentary on it. Right. I uh, haven't watched it yet, but
1: all right. So, how long
0: is that documentary? Do you know? I don't that, know. Actually, I've not even checked it. I've not even right. Okay. Sorry, I've not even put. I've not right. had a chance to put it in yet. But I've been dying to watch it. Went right. to watch *Winter's Bone* the other night, and I was like, oh, "Julie, I've got Batman." I've just yeah. realised I hadn't realised because it's up. I've got my three steel books now. Because I had the two steel books, right? I got my third one up now. Yeah. And it's like because it was up there, and I, had, I was like, "Oh yeah, I've got a steel book." And right. then I hadn't computed. that I have the DVD <laughs> as well or the Blu-ray as well. Right. So that's nice. You get a digital copy of that as well. Okay. So. I'm a bit in limbo with that because I would put the
1: trilogy box set on my Christmas list uh-huh. and I didn't get it. Oh right. So I'm thinking now I'm gonna wait to see that. To, to, the collectors yeah, because uh, on the last uh, Batman and Film uh-huh. podcast, Bill had hinted that there was you commentaries. Still get that? When, when it's hardly ever comes out. because like, uh-huh. there's no much to talk about. The last one there was just lacking like a, a roundup of the whole Darling Rises the whole
0: year I think year.
1: I've actually heard that one now right. when was that released? Um, probably a couple of months ago now yeah,
2: yeah I've,
0: uh, I've probably heard it then yeah. I, don't have, I do have it subscribed I mean he,
1: it was, he th- threw that out there so he's kind of he knows Nolan in that uh, so maybe might see commentaries uh, that's fair enough um, so um, the only thing is that I really want to see the film again <laughs> yeah well <laughs> so, I mean I, you can
0: definitely learn it at I, it's so good
1: Okay, go with me. Yeah man, go for it. For right. Fucking put to bed. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm gonna start with Master of Cinema. But over Christmas they were doing all their steelbooks. Well, oh, Amazon was doing all their steelbooks for nine ninety nine. Right, I
0: did see some of them, yeah, right. yeah, yeah.
1: So I basically I've got every steel book now. <laughs> in the collection. <laughs> yeah, I went in a bit of a, a, a bender. Yeah, so what did I pick up? Uh Silent Running, uh two lane blacktop, Weeple Man, lifeboat. Um, yeah, I had the other ones already. And then Cleopatra, I got a decent deal on that on eBay just to
0: finish the collection. The steelbook, aye? Yeah. I wasn't that keen on that steelbook, but because of the art, the cover art I didn't tell the name and you know it was like, right, yeah, basic, it's actually beautiful. It's like it kind nice of gold yeah.
1: infused. Um, so the only one I don't have now is the Metropolis one. Oh, which, um, yeah. Which I've got, I'm bidding that on eBay at the moment. All right, so I'm but for you, a good you've deal. got the
0: bloody, though, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. So, um, Watch so out that's for that the one Amazon that goes for crazy you. money. <laughs> I said watch out for that on an Amazon near you. Right. <laughs> um, awesome, and that's nice. I'm, um, you can keep doing your stuff. I'm just going to go and look at them.
1: Okay, and just standard Blu-rays from Master Cinema I've picked up. Punishment Park. M, um, well, it success. Spoil Rock Hunter. Uh, Fan- uh, Savage Planet. Make Way for Tomorrow. Yeah, that was, some of them are uh, from the... Eureka sale, they did a New Year's sale, uh-huh. so uh, like some of them were on like nine ninety nine as well. Um, and from the Eureka sale, I picked up some of their DVDs as well, just um, going for good prices. I got Vampire, oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, that just it's got a couple care. of different extras. I might keep that sealed actually, just in case they upgrade it anytime soon, because sure. yeah. I wanted to have it just in case, it get the book on shit. I uh, picked up Nosferatu, you've got that, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Aye. Um, I wasn't sure about that, like, we were waiting and waiting. So I saw some more intel that someone said that they'd heard from Master Cinema that they won't be doing a Blu-ray anytime right, soon. Right. Could be bullshit, but I guess it makes sense. Also got Rocco and His Brothers, the Visconti film, which I love. It's got three hours of extras, so want to see that in blue as well, but not out yet. And another, uh, well, Antonioni film, El Greedo. That's a bare bones, but it's got the 52 page book. Mm. Although it's not, it's got like a few kind of uh, deleted scenes or something. Yeah, one deleted scene or something. Um, so I got that, I can't remember how much that was, £7.99 or something. So um, just in case it never comes to blue. Sure It's a decent It's a good set Even though it's kind of bare bones And I got this Metropolis The Marauder oh, cut Oh yeah yeah
2: uh-huh.
1: I don't think I haven't seen that version I don't know if it's any good on it But that was 9 dollars as well so Right right I like it's a good steelbook Even it's though it's nice on DVD sexy, huh? um, So I thought I'd get that As well
0: <laughs> That's the one that's got the uh, Re-edited with Queen music yeah,
1: and yeah, yeah, that? yeah 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 Right what else have I got I picked up this I got this in the mail today It's Rebecca from Hitchcock. Oh yeah! This is the Criterion Collection version, right? So there's basically, if you want to know, there's five Hitchcock films in the Criterion Collection. Three of them are out of print, and they go for quite pricey right. DVDs. But I found that twelve ninety nine on Amazon. I've seen it go up for like forty. Sure. So it's on blurry now, obviously, but it's got different extras. So mm-hmm. Got that?
0: Nice.
1: Yeah. Uh, and I've also been getting into Digibooks. books. Sure. I did a, a bit of a digi book haul from Amazon dot com, right? And I picked up Big Lebowski, Doctor Strangelove, Love, uh, Shawshank Redemption, North and Northwest, uh Streetcar Named Desire, Goodfellas, Malcolm X, uh Meet Me in St Louis. Oh, and I got the Taxi Driver. one really a digi book, but oh yeah yeah uh, the the US driver. one. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, got all of them, and I got a Joyce digi book, the UK one. Also got the West Side Story box set on Blu-ray.
0: Right. The, yes, the States not.
1: version, yeah. It's the, the bigger one that's got the book and all that. And just sort of standard Blu-ray sets. Well, no sets, but... Uh, other Blu-rays. Orphans by Peter Mullen. uh uh-huh. Got that. That was actually a decent deal I got at, at HMV the other day. In the Blue Cross sale. Right. It It was 17. And then the Blue Cross, 25% off, and I had, like, £2 of pure HMV points. This was a sort in... No, in the store. In the store, aye. Aye. Aye, aye, aye. So I got 10.25, no, 10.75. Oh, that's good. So that's quite a pricey Blu-ray normally, actually, so... Did
0: you hear that they're not on, on gift on just because they're I heard so... that, aye. That's ridiculous. I heard people saying that they'll just kind of walk in, get the thing, drop it, and put the, the tokens at the, the till, because they've aye. stole money off you. <laughs> it's mm. fair enough, I man. I'd take this
1: piss. But anyway. Um. What else? Magical Mystery Tour, um, Singing in the Rain, the UK set with the book. Um, I think that's about me.
0: Cool, cool. Well, shall we wrap this up then? Right. <laughs> yeah, you finished your whole. I you got anything me. else? <laughs> you saving anything for next time? No. <laughs> uh, no, that'll do me. Cool. So as we bring this episode, episode twenty to an end, first of the new year. And yes, I'll fix those blurries on the right. shelf, Gary, in a wee second, don't worry, don't forget. Of.
1: <laughs> okay, that's the end of this episode of Evil Dead. Yep. And on the next episode we'll be discussing the notorious human centipede two with some human centipede action as well.
0: So yeah, we're gonna mainly look at num uh, human centipede two. Yeah, because it, it is the more extreme of the two. So yeah. I've been told by yourself, because right. I've not seen it. Um, whereas one's a bit more of a kind of jokey. Yeah, we'll do affair. one for context. Yeah, yeah. I, series, I'm going to see um, them both just because I'm like that, and I want to okay. I want to check that out first. Oh, we'll join us next time. Thanks for listening.